Today on Game Red Radio, on our last recorded episode of the year, we get serious and bring you breaking news about 3.3 million stolen cats and the return of Coleco. Game Red Radio starts now. Uh, welcome to Game Red Radio. Uh, it's my week to start this thing, so it's going to be rocky, rough, and it's post-con, so the three of us are decently ragged, I'd say, yes? You throw a family party into the mix, and even more so, yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, I would ask how your week's gone, but... Um... But first, you're a goat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Con, wow. con was so good, it struck, his, it struck him blind, We should dumb. do that, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm... I'm Apparently missing points, goat. <laughs> I am Charlie Technotronicorn Fallon. No, Fallon. <laughs> Charlie Technotronicorn Fallon Flynn? Um, is that like the fucking the fusion <laughs> hob? The yeah. Super Saiyan fucking like... That makes John Fallon Corn? Fallon. Yeah, Fallon, Fallon Flynnicorn. <laughs> uh, I am not that. I am actually Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley, apparently. That's I don't true. know, the Freudian slip. I don't See, know. that's two for two. That's two of us with post-con brain fry. <laughs> yes. Uh, Can we go for three? I, I am Fallon Flynn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes known as Jonathan Santiago. <laughs> you thought about that way too I long. I had to think man. about it because I, too, am suffering from whack poo brain. <laughs> so. So no shits will be given. We no, were all pretty much no, con no. fried. That's, <laughs> yep. it. That's it. And with that said, uh, I was, like I said, I was, like, before I skipped the major point, I was going to ask you guys how your week was going, but we uh, we have Star Wars for the uh, the two gentlemen here. And yes. con alt delete for the three gentlemen here. Yeah. And the rest is a blur, I'm guessing. <laughs> Um, yes. It was a fucking blur of a weekend. The pace that I kept was inhuman, and I I don't regret it, but it was not much fun. (laughs) I'm I'm still on Saturday, thinking it's Saturday, because Friday was apparently 48 hours long for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, but I mean, like, you know, obviously, um, it's it's too soon to talk about it on the show, um, but Charlie and I did see Star Wars. Yes. Um, Charlie... Give your one-word spoiler-free review. Satisfying. Good. Um, If I had to pick a one-word spoiler-free review, I would have to say emotional. Yes. Goat didn't see it. Not yet, but he's probably going to, despite the fact that he is not really... I don't hate it. I just... The Force is not with Goat. No, no, no. The Force (laughs) is with me. It's just like 60-40 Trek. And my biggest... My biggest, and I'm going to just clear this up, because I've been clearing this up all weekend. <laughs> You've I been defending not, yourself. I do not hate Star Wars. Yeah. I hate people, and I'm not going to the biggest movie of the year with other people. That's why I'm not seeing it quite all yet. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. So. And um, just in case it wasn't apparent from the incoherent babbling that we've been doing for the last <laughs> couple minutes here, um, the three of us, all in various capacities, attended Con Alt Delete, uh, which is a anime and video game uh, convention in Rosemont, Illinois. I was at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. Um, it was this last weekend, which has basically become sort of like the Christmas anime con of the Chicago. It really Island. has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there used to be two that were like that, but one of them is under new ownership, and that mo- they've moved it to January because December is a really difficult month to get people sure. to go to cons. Winter in general is yeah, hard yeah. I mean, I mean, dropping forty, fifty bucks on a pass, you know, the week before Christmas is a tall order for yeah. some people. So, um, but uh, that it is. 
This that, is... that one, that other one was Anime Apocalypse. That's in January okay. now, which we will be playing too. Okay. I don't yeah. know if I'd call this an anime con. It's more like an everyman con because there was con entries for everything. Delete is kind of supposed to be one of... He, AnimeCon.org features two conventions that are supposed to just be pop culture conventions. Mm-hmm. Con Alt Delete is supposed to be one of those, um, but it does still lean more towards anime and the other one is Metacon, which we've talked about in the past. Yeah. They do out in Minneapolis. So, but yeah, um, but it's uh, it was a, it was definitely a good time. Um, keep an eye on our YouTube channel. Um, I did some uh, periscoping, uh, quite a bit of periscoping on Friday and Saturday night. Um, checked out a couple panels. Um, checked out the 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 VS for Villains show at the, when they played on Saturday night, and um, uh, uh, all the footage that I took. If you didn't catch it on Periscope, it will be making its way to our YouTube channel. I'm just gonna try and uh, uh, trim it down just a little bit to cut out some of the cruft, but uh, but yeah, so that'll all be going up. So make sure to uh, YouTube.com uh, backslash Gamerhead Radio. And um, but yeah, yeah. If if any of you guys catch any of the portions of of Vs for Villains performing during the that the Periscope live stream, you could make a drinking game out of how many dick jokes my brother made this weekend. <laughs> it was record breaking. Uh, yes, he really enjoyed watching himself masturbate on that screen. That was gross. John, it really, it made me very uncomfortable. John, would you say it was a train of dick jokes? It might have been oh. a train of dick jokes, actually. Toot toot <laughs> toot toot. The saddest little toot toot. Uh, so with so with it being Star Wars week uh, uh, and new releases, what came out in video game world behind Star Wars? Well, coming out this week on Tuesday, December 22nd, Minecraft Story Mode Episode 4 is hitting the PC, the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, and the, and the Xbox One. However, I'm uh, anticipating that the Xbox releases will be coming out on Wednesday. Because Man, that's, that's I feel like they just like, finished that one. They had it in the can, and yeah. they're just staggering the releases because they're coming out that's so sort fast. That's what it feels like, yeah. Because yeah. what, the first episode came out I want to say like two months ago, the yeah. Halloween at yeah. like the yeah. earliest, yeah, and we're already four episodes in. Yeah. Weird, yeah. six weeks later. It's weird <laughs> the how how accelerated this release schedule is compared to their other games. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've been going through picking out clips for our best of episode, and we all started playing like, for example, Game of Thrones in January. Jesus, like, and that just finished this last month, and so it's like, you know, maybe yeah. they've hit like a developing well, groove. You not know? even that. Maybe. If you think about it, they might be smart, and they know their key audience is children. And they got to keep them engaged. Like kids can't wait months at a time. Oh yeah, the attention span isn't quite yeah. there. That's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in addition, uh, the Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel is coming out on the PS3 and the Vita. Hatchful Boyfriend Holiday Star is coming out on the PS4. Uh, Infina Factory is coming out on the PS4. Never Alone is coming out on the PS3. The Treasures of Montezuma 4 is coming out on the PS4, the PS3, and the Vita, which is a uh, three-way cross-buy as well. And Trine 3 is also coming out on the PS4. Uh, Wednesday, December 23rd, we're getting Frizzy on the Xbox One. And uh, that's it. Uh, looking forward, uh, looks like we're going to see Beat Splosion for Connect, an actual Connect game coming out on the Ooh. Xbox One on December 30th. And um, I believe that is the end of 2015 video game. Microsoft's uh, yearly Connect obligation. Their once, <laughs> yeah. their once a year Connect <laughs> obligation. How, what do you mean we don't put games out for Connect? We put one out at Christmas time. Nobody bought it. How <laughs> ingenious would that be of Microsoft every yeah, year? After Christmas, no, even. No. Yeah. <laughs> every year, December 31st, they're like, the Connect title comes out that day, the That's last true. physical day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Clear, uh, clearly, they've given up on Connect, yeah. which is a shame. But, um, gentlemen, are you looking forward to any of these games in any capacity? I'm actually looking forward to Frizzy. Um, Never Alone is not a terrible game. I have it on the PC. Mm-hmm. It's got some pretty neat ideas. It's like a pixely, sprite-based kind of... I wouldn't call it an, like a choose-your-own-adventure type game, but mm. it kind of is a little bit. I don't know. It's Never just a, like interact with stuff and see what happens kind of a game. 
Never Alone? Yeah. Isn't that the Inuit game? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're right. I'm thinking of a completely different game. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> so what John just that said. That game is good, though. Um, <laughs> so what John just said uh, is not Never Alone. No. Um, no. It's John's great game in his head. It uh, is something alone, though, the one I'm thinking of. I'll look it up. I'll try to find it before uh, next episode. Alone, the yeah. opposite. <laughs> yeah, it might be, actually. It might be. I don't know. <laughs> Whack poo brain, gentlemen. Whack poo brain. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so we got releases. Uh... We do the what we played. Yes. It's, hold on. I told. I, I, I gave him a preface. It's going to be rough. <laughs> uh, and just for that, what did you play, Charlie? <laughs> uh, I played Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, I, 7%. No, no, uh, you were 9, so I am 10. Up to, <laughs> I'm up to 12%. Holy oh, shit, man. wild man. That means he played a lot this week. <laughs> That's 35 hours of gameplay, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, well, no. um, again, I'm trying to stay focused on missions. Um, and uh, so I would say over the course of the week, I probably put in about 10 hours. Um uh, now, which is now to be clear, I am not in, I'm not 100 percent succeeding in staying focused on primary mis- on primary missions, and mm-hmm. um, um, and I've also gotten into like uh, like you know just really just paying way too much attention into like the development. Like it's weird that it, the game lets you temporarily like like refocus all of your resources, like take all of your staff and put them into like certain divisions just so you can get their stats up high enough to research certain weapons just research the weapons which a lot of them get researched instantly and then just put all that stuff right back i feel like that's sort of cheating the system but it's the game lets me do it so i don't think it's cheating um but uh but yeah um i'm enjoying the hell out of it um the um i i can say that this didn't feel like metal gear to me at first mm-hmm. um especially like ground zeros like ground yeah. zeros like it to me did not feel like the metal gear solid games like the core games that have, sure, that, have sure. that have come and gone um and uh, with this one, the way that it starts, like the prologue, I guess you could say, um, uh, you know, it's still relatively new, so I won't, I won't say anything spoilery. Um, uh, you know, the prologue, it definitely was more Metal Gear-ish. Mm-hmm. And then as the story has been progressing, um, it's, 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 it's all coming out. Like all the Metal Gear-ness of this game, like is, is, is really coming out yeah. to me. And um, like, okay, mild spoiler alert, there is a Metal Gear in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you hear what I said? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, it's shocker. I know, yeah, I know. there's a Metal Gear in Metal How Gear. How dare you, you <laughs> bastard? Um, but, uh, you know, when you, when you encounter this game's, you know, take on Metal Gear, because, you know, it's been different in every game so far, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's just so well done. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm definitely going to be sticking through this game now until I finish the main story. Right on. Um, I might uh, distract myself a little bit of uh, Halo Five just because I haven't finished the campaign yeah, on that yet. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that, those are that's going to be my game. Ha, ha, now, does so. it feel? Are you are you now understanding a little bit more? Because when you first started, you were like, I don't know what the fuck anything is. It's well, not, nothing. I a don't lot know. of my confusion came from the fact that it's 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 a fictitious timeline. Like sure, this sure. technology, like w- the, the 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 era where this game is supposedly taking place, this yeah. technology like didn't even come close to existing. Sure. And so sure. that was the thing that was messing with me, just because like, like not I mean, not the Metal Gear has ever been realistic by any means, but um, you know, in terms of like you know, especially with like the powers of like the enemies that you'd fight and things like that. Like, yeah, I, I sort of forgot that this is sort of fantasy. A little you bit know? of a disorientation. For yeah, you in terms yeah, yeah. Of the setting time versus the setting. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. um, once I got past that, yeah, and you know, just said like, okay, forget the fact that none of this existed. Never mind the fact that you know you're fighting bosses with like supernatural powers. It's like remember what game you're playing here. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is on my list coming yeah. up here shortly. Now yeah. that I'm done with school, it's coming. Yep. 
And um, yeah, and I may even just just because I've gotten better at playing the game from playing it more, um, and um, I, I may actually go back and play Ground Zeroes a little bit just for the fun of it. Yeah. Because um, like I only played through that short, you know, the the short core mission of Ground yeah. Zeroes, and there's a whole bunch of like side missions. I like, did all the side missions except for the two that you have to unlock by collecting XOF badges. Oh yeah. Um, See, I didn't do any of that. Ryan told so. me the same thing though. He hated Ground Zeroes okay. until he played through Metal Gear. Oh yeah. Okay. And now it made him want to go back and play through Ground Zeroes, and he felt like he felt like maybe he would appreciate it more. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Completely the same. I had that. Same, I had thing. that effect with. Um, after I finished the second Mass Effect, it made me go back and want to play the first one, which I was not a big fan of the first time I played. Oh, through it. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had problems with that. I mean, one. I hated the Mako, but I mean, I liked yeah, the first yeah, one I hated aside that. from that. Yeah. But uh, so that, that, but aside from that, that was um, I played some more mobile games. Oh, I played Her Story. Um, Her Story is available on the iPad. I found out. And how do you feel about um, it? That was fascinating. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. No, no, I know what it is, but I haven't played it. No. Because um, after we talked about it, you know, when it, you know, the, especially the um, the the actress won those, you know, mm-hmm. won the award. Um, for the best performance, um, I felt like you know it, when it came when it came across my radar that it was available on the iPad. I just I I mean it was it was like four or five bucks or something like that. So I yeah. picked it up immediately, and um, even Michelle was interested. Like um, I I was playing it um, um, in bed, like you know just like you know when we were like winding down for the day, and it's typically like a thing where like you know sometimes I'll like I play I often play video games as she goes to sleep. Sometimes it's on the big screen, sometimes it's on the iPad. And um I started playing this and initially like just cuz it's so different. do you know anything about how the gameplay works? Very little. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean I've watched videos of it but I mean until you're with okay. something like that if you're not interacting with it it's kind yeah, of Yeah. So the um the the j- just very basically speaking the way that you play this game it's set up as if you're a person reviewing like uh, old police interview footage. Yeah. And that is how you play through the game. And you're you start off being given um, a, um, a a suggested search of typing into like this police like database of the word murder, and it returns to you five clips. You can only ever see like whatever. Whenever you do a search, like regardless of how many hits that search gives you, you can only see like the first five results. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a, it's an artificial limitation to give challenge to the game. Sure. And, um, so it, you, you know, you watch, so then it comes up with video clips and then you can watch the clips and then, um, using what is said in those clips that gives you ideas for other things to search for. And then this, I mean, that's it. That's the game. It's you watching clips and they'll mention, it's like, you'll, you'll get to a clip where they mention Brian for the first time. And that says like, Oh, Brian, and you search for Brian. And then that unlocks more clips where other times where they mention Brian. And, um, and all this game is, is you watching these, you know, this, this, this one, it, it sounds, it sounds incredibly rudimentary as I'm sitting here describing it, but it is incredibly engaging. And even Michelle as like, at first she was like, I don't like this. Like, what even is this? This isn't the game. Like, this is like somewhere like, like police simulator, but she gets, she likes crime dramas. Like, you know, she uh-huh. watches like a lot of like law and order and an SVU and like castle yeah. and like, you know, poli- a lot of uh, procedural dra- you know, yeah. uh, cop shows like that. And, um, she, uh, she got into it and she was like, Oh, well, you should try searching for this. Or like, what about this? And like, then like things would like be revealed. And like in the course of watching the she's like, oh, oh my God. Like, you know, she was like nice. getting into it. Um, eventually she hit a point where she had to go to sleep and I couldn't stop. I had to keep playing. And um, I haven't seen every clip because like there's, there's uh, I, I discovered a way um, where you can, uh, there's like basically a little interface that, that shows you there's like, it's like just a grid of like squares. And as you um, the, 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 the squares are in chronological order. And as you uncover clips, that square lights up, you know, just, oh, to, give, right just on, to give you yeah. an idea of like how much of it you've seen. Yeah. And, um, I have a general idea of what has happened in this game. Um, like basically the story you're trying to uncover is, sure. is the point of this. 
and um, like I have an understanding of who I the character am, why I'm looking. I don't sure. have a full understanding of um, like why the person in the video did what they did. I sure. guess I, sh I'll, sure. I, you know, without being spoilery, but um, definitely check it out. It is it is it is unlike anything I've ever played before. Worth the accolades. Um, yes, yes. Right and her her performances. I was a little shaky at first, but especially as time went on and I realized what I was seeing, um, which is a very slight hint. Just a, it's it's things are not all that they appear to be. I'll I'll just say right that. On. Right on. Um, uh, yes, I, I believe easily worth the five bucks, huh? Easily worth the five dollars, and I would say that that award was just well won. Yeah, that started side. out on Steam. I remember hearing about yeah. it maybe six months ago or mm -hmm. so, and it just constantly kept getting like good reviews and yeah. people talking about it everywhere. And uh, I didn't, I just didn't get to it because I'm time to play anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I played this week, John. How about you? Um. I didn't get too much. Um. I had one of the busiest weeks I've had in a very long time. Sure. Like from Monday, where I started my finals, all the way through. The Monday was finals. Tuesday and uh, Wednesday was rehearsal. Thursday, I had to go to a stupid company meeting for my day job, and they <laughs> made us go to Medieval Times, and then rehearsal after that, and then Friday was uh, um, tear down and pack up for you know the show this week, and Saturday was or no Friday was was Star Wars, Saturday was the convention, uh, and all this other shit. Like it just it was nonstop, man. Yep. Um, I did manage to squeeze in a couple hours of Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, I'm enjoying it, you know. Um, I knew of Fire Emblem before having the game and uh, didn't have any sort of problems with it. I It just wasn't on my radar because I had so many other things to play. But uh, Ricky was kindly enough to get it for me for my birthday. So playing through it and I'm enjoying it. It's It's got like, so if you take a game like Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics mm -hmm. Ogre and um, put, put some really good cutscenes into it and... It's kind of interesting conversation system, and, and um, I'm, lots of little systems are unfolding as I play. I'm still near the beginning of the game, so they're really good about adding layers to this and building on it. Like, here, play this battle and just have these things that we taught you, and then move on to the next one. You think that's all the game is, and then they go, but you can do this and this, too. Oh, you can partner characters up together on the same square, and it like buffs their attributes, and um, it, it makes them like each other. Like Battling together makes them closer as people so then they get like stat buffs and stuff like that if you keep pairing them or like all these little things you know that are kind of like oh that's those are thoughtful little things for the system so I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far not much to speak of a story so far but i'm only about two hours into it so um i played that um i i finally uh kind of fixed my pc <laughs> and i uh, started reinstalling a ton of shit on steam um, you get your 64-bit thing figured i out did or? i oh, did good. but what i've discovered uh really is, is that my rig is just too slow to run virtually anything oh, uh, okay. like past march of this year okay <laughs> maybe like I, anything that came out in january february like 2014 was the cap for this rig so i've got a lot to catch up on and play anyways but um i i really wanted to get back to playing space engineers because it, uh, if you guys remember, I talked about space engineers early on when I first joined the show, mm -hmm. and it's all the destructible environments in space, and it's like Minecraft in space. They added planetary, like procedurally generated planetary landing to it. So, like any planet you see, you can fly up to, land on, build bases on the whole thing. You know, all very uh, no man's, no man's sky. sky yeah. There's a few games doing that now, um, but it's not since they put that in. Uh, that game used to run smoothly on my rig. They put that in, and now it won't run on my machine. So. That's kind of a bummer. Um, that made all the difference, really. Just adding it, that apparently in. Apparently, it did. Really? It made a big wow. enough difference. Yeah. Um, 
let's see. I don't. I didn't really have time to play anything else this week. But I did also for for Christmas. Ricky was nice enough to buy me a copy of Witcher Three, um, and sent it to my house. And so I have Metal. I have Metal Gear Solid Five and Witcher Three staring me in the face. <laughs> and I've installed both of them. But I didn't want to touch them until I finished school. Mm-hmm. I'm done with finals for the fucking year. I'm I'm good until March, where I have to go back. So I'm not I'm not talking about fucking school anymore. <laughs> so you have to pick one or the other because both of those will fill you till March. <laughs> you know the thing is is I I I'm glad that I have both of them to play because I can't I can't make any comparisons. Right. But like you know, Witcher three won game of the year this year. And I know so many people that claim it was a deservedly so. And then I know a bunch of people on the other side that were like, I don't care what anybody says about Witcher. Fucking Metal Gear should have been Game of the Year. And for multiple reasons, you know. So I need to get my mitts on both to kind of cast my judgment on sure. that. But, um, right. Yeah. As of this moment, if you had to pick, which one are you going to play? Right now? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited about Metal Gear. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Metal Gear so much. But I did get a chance to play Witcher for like 10 minutes with Ricky like months back. And mm. uh, I was enamored with the the tech of it. Like, I mean, they pretty impressive looking stuff, man. The world they built is uh, detailed would be an understatement. Um, I just, I have not had a good history with the uh, Witcher games. So particularly because I don't like Geralt. I think he's a really boring character. Hmm. Um, and I don't like the guy who does his voice. It kind of grates on my nerves for some strange reason. I wish I didn't, but it does. So I'm going to, I'm going to play that soon. Cool. I don't know. We'll see either way. I've got about, oh, 600 hours worth of game. (laughs) I don't need to buy anything else until fucking summer. Goat. What'd you play? Uh, well, I, uh. I got a weird list here. My, 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 my week, I, I, well, I knew this week was going to be like chaos, so I, I put I shelled Fallout for this week. So I'm like, I don't have the time. I have like twenty to twenty minutes to an hour at, at most for mm-hmm. game sessions. So I I planned accordingly. Uh, I played that. Uh, I finished Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, the ending was just kind of like, yeah, we ended it, like. They almost gave themselves like a golf clap at the end and said, <laughs> and like said, see you next season. I was like, yeah, uh, uh, OK. I was more confused by the end than anything. I was like, uh, yeah, but are you shocked with a with a No, no, no. Like, I wasn't I wasn't shocked. But like this, I, I expected the whole like, oh, yeah, by next season, whatever. But just like the way they 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 didn't even like give you a good reason to buy next season. It was just yeah. kind of like it was like a dribble. Well, see, it makes <laughs> me wonder just because it's like I, I'm I'm. <clears throat> I'm sure that the, your game was not the same as my game. And so I, I wonder yeah. how your feelings compared taking your whatever ending you got into account versus whatever whatever outcomes that I had. I wonder if that factors into anything. It might. Yeah. It might. We might have to talk uh, away from John because he still has to play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, own it. I haven't played it yet. So I did that. Uh, then I got into Gems of War, which is a free oh. game to call. Hey, it's a. I got a bejeweled problem. A, a serious <laughs> bejeweled problem. Did you replace your frozen yes, game with this? I did, and I'm now like, and it, it, it lets you level, and you got like fucking fantasy care. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 a sickness. I swear, it's a sickness. You're a statistic <laughs> goat. Yeah. So I got that, and then I started uh, an assa- uh, Assassin's Creed game. What? Which one? I uh, what? Uh, Chronicles China. Keep your pants. Oh, on. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The side scrolly one. Uh, yeah, it. I actually like it. Yeah. Um, um, it's uh, everything about Assassin's Creed that I hate is not in this game. Oh. So um, I can see that because I played about half of that one. Yeah, and it's, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like jaw dropping at all. It's just no. kind of I, I get the idea. Sure. So uh, and then then the weird the weird part of my my week came in. 
Mr. Danny Waskow has upgraded. <clears throat> ah, yes. And so I uh, uh, smartly uh, swooped in and uh, <laughs> acquired his Note 4 uh, Samsung Gear VR. Ooh. And uh, been playing with that. So, so that would be the unit that we play tested yes. back in April now yes. belongs to you. Yes. yes. It has come to the fold. Oh, good. <laughs> it's come home. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it, is in, it is in Gamerhead Radio's uh, possession. Um, I got a little bit to play with it a little bit. Um, I got, I've been working on that dark net. I'm still waiting for my controller to come in, so I haven't been able right to on. get a lot deeper into it. What controller are you going to use? The like, Moga Pro. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, but uh, I was playing that dark net game that we were playing. Um... That'll suck your life away. Holy crap. And, and the, the, my biggest thing with VR, like, it was fun. It was awesome we were playing it. Mm-hmm. When you have, like, unlimited time with this thing, wow, do those hours just fly wow. by. <laughs> I think Because I you have no clock. You're in there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's been, like, 25 minutes. I'm hey. about done with this. I look, I'm like, it's been three and a half hours. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> like, the way that people, like, now like to say that social media and Facebook and things mm-hmm. like that, people fall down the rabbit hole, and it's kind of bad for society or humanity on a social right. level. <laughs> No, that this is the proto. That's the proto problem. You see, once virtual reality actually does land in a way that everybody can have it, that's going to be your fucking problem right there. Is uh-huh. people just not coming out of their holodecks and their fantasy worlds, man? Did you ever? Did you guys ever watch Sequest? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I did, I, I Do, couldn't get into it, man. Did you ever see the episode where they? Was it Sequest? Uh, no, it wasn't. It, it, Sequest no. was a submarine. No, I know, I know. I just uh, there was a show that I used to watch. I thought it was Sequest, but as I'm thinking about it, I'm wondering if it really was or not. But was it um, Sliders? No, <laughs> well, those were out around the same time. Yeah. yeah, but no, there was there was an episode of the show where they where they where they came across like um like uh um like uh like there was like a society or like a culture or something like that where everybody was. Um, had gotten addicted to playing virtual reality video games, except they weren't virtual reality. They were in their homes with visors on, like in pods, but controlling twenty foot, twenty story tall battle mechs and doing battle well, around the city. Why don't we have this now? I want this now, <laughs> please. And but the, but their society had been destroyed because nobody would ever leave their home because they would all just like their society fell apart because people stopped going to work, people stopped like taking care of the place. It's coming, and <laughs> it, it'll be here soon. The future is now, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, attest to that. They yes. did an episode of Batman Beyond like that, where uh, they they had to go like pull one of their friends out of a like a VR pod type thing, mm-hmm. where it's like a it was almost like a, they fashioned it like it was a bar, like it's a bar where you can go pay money and right. have a couple drinks and like they you can dance and then they plug you into the machine and you're just a fucking vegetable and it <laughs> almost acted like a stimulant to your brain or something. That's what yeah. I felt with yeah. this new toy. This yeah. new toy is going to suck my life away. I'm gonna have to regulate that. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun. Um, I dug around in the store and stuff like that. There's a couple other new games. Um, I'm super excited to get into all these. They have a bunch of uh, like murder mysteries and horror games. Right on. That I'm. I'm I want to play some space games on that thing. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm ready to poop my pants. So, so look forward to the uh, VR gaming with goat segment. Right on. <laughs> and that's that's all I had time for. Which amazingly, this week is quite amazing. Yeah, we all had a busy week. Yeah. So now that you know what we played in video games, uh, let's see what the industry did. I did it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) You're so happy. All right, so let's go ahead and roll this thing off this week. I'm, I, you need to listen carefully for number five here because I'm not stuttering when I say this. Okay. Old school video game maker Coleco is making a new cartridge-based console. 
Okay. Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> if you were a gamer in the early 80s, you've no doubt played ColecoVision, the short-lived console that brought arcade games to your living room. Well, get ready for the nostalgia hurricane because Coleco is back on the scene with a new home console and it'll play actual game cartridges. Charlie's face, man. And it's going to be sold at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> oh, I God, I hope not. Please don't, because then I won't buy it on principle. The hero of this comeback story is called the Coleco Chameleon. The 21st century console will play 20th century 8-bit, 16-bit, and 32-bit titles. There will also be brand new games with similar graphics available, too, so Coleco is smartly cashing in on the popularity of retro-style 2D titles that have been hits on all platforms for smartphones to Steam. Um, it's ironic that a new, quote, retro video game system would actually revolutionize and revitalize the Coleco brand, said Coleco partner Chris Cardillo in a press release. Uh, the project's a collaboration between Coleco and a company called Retro Video Game Systems. No price uh, for this announcement so far, uh, but they're saying it's going to hit shelves next year and it's going to be shown at the Toy Fair in New York in 2016, February. Where do I sign up for this, man? Can't tell if kidding. No, no I'm you, serious. Yeah? I would, like, who wouldn't, like... When was the last time somebody put out a cartridge-based game system? With reason. Well, yeah, sure, but how much? I mean, look, as long as it's not more than like like eighty bucks, you know, if it's if it's under a hundred dollars, I'll I'll pick one up. Okay. I, the, what goat? Not, it's not going to be under hundred bucks. I mean, the Retron finds one hundred and fifty. Yeah. And that does five systems. Well, that might attribute also to yeah. that might inflate. I'm, the thinking, price, probably, I'm thinking about a hundred bucks, but I'm in. I'm in. It'll yeah. look really yeah. nice you next so? to you my... Got, uh, you got nothing, Charlie? No interest in this? No. Really? I, I mean, like, yeah, sure, it, it tickles the, 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 the retro feels, but I yeah, mean, like... Yeah, but what if they actually like make genuinely good, like, sprite-based games for this? Like, what if they actually put out real games of the that, that style and that era that are of, of some heart? John, I want you to remember who you're talking to. My There's uh, no story here. No, well, <laughs> oh, well, that's not necessarily true, but... Um, my, my, my time is limited, sir. And um, adding an entire other console and library, one that is, is done... Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I have to say it. You were talking about a cartridge-based system, and that your story that you read used the word ironic in it. This is literally being made for hipsters. Uh, I'm not a hipster, but I want this. I mean, I'm not saying hipsters are gonna be the only ones who buy it, yeah. but it's being made for hipsters. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 I'm sorry. That's 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 my take on the matter. And um, I just uh, I don't know. Uh, this has got nothing for me. All right, right. See, I, I'm like obligated. To I mean, you're Mister Retro Console guy because so yes. I have a retro collection, so yes. I have to like slide it in there and be like, you remember when they tried this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, no. They, they did release photos of the system though, so yeah. you guys can actually find it online if you want to see what it looks so like. So does it look modern? Does it look retro? It looks, it looks like somewhere between the two things. I mean, it definitely, because it's a cartridge based system, right. it, it looks like a top loader. Um, it, like the Super Nintendo was, it, it definitely has a slightly, it almost looks like a, I don't know how to describe it to you. It looks more modern than the things that came before it, but it definitely you wouldn't mistake it for a current console. That's for sure. It's probably got the same aesthetics as most of like the retro duos, your Retron Five, right. stuff like that. Yeah, you know, where it's you can tell it's old school, but it's new school. Here, here's the thing. Um, the one one of the reasons why cartridges were a thing in the first place is because 
like each cartridge had the different like the sound like just just as an example like you know different different games would have like different sound processing engines like in the cartridge right mm-hmm. and so like it wasn't just like storage it wasn't just it wasn't just memory chips holding the game like there were guts in there actually in the cartridge itself that that also helped make the game work in the first place not it's it's unlike today where all the discs like when you buy like a PlayStation or Xbox game all the disc holds a software all of the guts to make the software work is in the actual console yeah the, okay, so John just uh, uh, reaches. Uh, John just pulled up a. Yeah, man, I don't know. This looks like something that'd sell at like KB Toys. Good. So then it should be under a hundred dollars, so John can buy one. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, See what I mean? It looks more sleek than systems of that style in terms of its ergonomics, take, but it doesn't. Uh, you would never mistake it for. I a got. I got yes. of the now. So this looks like a collection of everything we've seen that's not a major console but it mostly reminds me of if the uh sega master system was made yeah. in tron yeah you know yeah. what i it, it yeah i would I, I was gonna say a genesis it looks like somebody took the the genesis and uh and made it uh you know instead of making it uh convex kind of concave sure. in spots it's like smooth looking he, without without knowing anything other about, about this other than what you've just told us here's what my assumption is going to be what this thing actually is it's probably going to be a linux based basically a, a very simple linux based computer and that these games that they're going to be putting out in it like the cartridge is literally just going to be a memory card like there's going to be like a little flash memory card in there there's a controller and uh so the controller sort of looks like a like a bastardized like it looks like halfway between uh, again like 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 an old genesis controller and like a playstation like actually that looks almost controller it's on the same yeah uh, it's on the yeah. same idea as the it's uh, got thumbsticks and a d-pad well it's on the same kind of chassis as the amazon fire gamepad oh yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah so so is that a cord i see it is it is corded yes it's corded what the so fuck? it is a Coleco, man <laughs> Um, so here's what I'm saying with this: the like the reason why games used to be like you know 50 bucks and you know now games cost 50 dollars because of the development that needs to go into them. Before half of the reason games cost 50 dollars was because of the hardware that was literally sitting sitting in the cartridge. Um, reason why I'm saying all this is that like I say, these games I'm presuming that the cartridge is is simply a a uh, a, 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 a ironic nostalgic delivery medium that's just basically at the end of the day a fancy memory card and if these games cost more than 20 30 dollars then i think they're gonna be ripping people off and and totally just going off of like i'm sorry i think this is look i think this is for hipsters you guys know me pretty well if it is exploitative i won't buy it i'm excited by the idea of them bringing a clego brand back just for the sake of like oh man that's kind of neat but if it's more than 100 bucks and if they're charging more than 10 bucks for these games I'm not buying. Well, they, I can almost promise you they're going to be more than ten dollars because, of the because, because right of the, 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 yeah. to download the game off of Steam would be ten bucks. Sure. Wrap a cartridge around that, yeah, and you're sure. looking at twenty. Yeah, they better fucking choose wisely with that stuff. Man. Yeah, that's a that's a flimsy market. You know, I'll wait till the hipsters get done with it. It's in the bargain bin at the toy store <laughs> for like twenty bucks. Oh, then I'd buy one. Slide it. Because yeah, it has to slide right next to my ColecoVision. Like, I you have, have a Retron. Have, you have to have yeah. like new and old yeah. right next to each other. I have the one that plays NES Genesis and SNES games. A friend of mine bought it for me. Well, for you get the Retron 4, huh? Ooh. Yeah. 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 
I dig it. Anyways, let us uh, you let us let us yeah. move on. And, to, and uh, let's l- leave this in the past. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> terrible. Uh, l- listeners, let us know if any of you are interested in picking up this yeah. this this thing, and uh, especially let let me know if you think I'm wrong when I say that this thing is being made for hipsters. I I, I would like to hear you. Uh, I would like to hear you correct me. I think Charlie will be validated in his point. As soon as the price point for the system mm. and the price point for the games are revealed, and the guy, and also whether or not they're selling it at Urban Outfitters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if the guy is wearing a fedora and has a vape pen when he's selling it on the uh, yes, nope, 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 <laughs> all of Keynote. that. All right, let's all get serious that. for a second and move on to number four. Okay, three point three million Hello Kitty accounts. <laughs> Accounts exposed in database breach. You had me there, John. You had me. <laughs> I tried. I was trying. It was really hard not to keep a straight face there. Um. Uh, well, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You, it was really hard to keep a straight yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a database for Hello Kitty community, uh, SanRioTown.com, containing 3.3 million accounts, has been discovered online uh, in an apparent breach. According to CSO Online researcher Chris Vickery, discovered the breach. The records exposed include first and last names, birthday encoded but easily reversible, Vickery said, gender, country of origin, email addresses, un unsalted SHA-1 password hashes, <sighs> password hint questions, their corresponding answers, and other data no. points that appear to be website-related. Oh, come on. Information from other Hello Kitty-related websites, HelloKitty.com, HelloKitty.com.sg, HelloKitty.com.my, HelloKitty.in.th, and MyMelody.com have also been discovered online. Users are advised to change their login credentials, especially if the same information is shared between accounts on other sites. Most worrisome about this breach is, of course, course um the number of accounts that are likely owned by children but i don't think that that the breach is the news story here i think that the the news story is that there are 3.3 million hello kitty accounts floating around online <laughs> i'm just gonna get this in the air now uh, apparently the cat's out of the bag <sighs> you know what i'm gonna clap that. <laughs> that one was pretty good i gotta give you that goat well done um it uh so a, how many of your uh, accounts are compromised, Charlie? <laughs> um, Wrong animal, man. It's ponies, not kitties. Yeah. Look, he had a problem before ponies. And it was never Sanrio. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but even if it was, I have a unique password for every single of uh, every single website that I go to. Every single one has a different password. So I I'm good. absolutely yeah. believe that. It might be one of the most Technotronicorn things about you ever. Yep. So you. Uh, needless to say, it has been a slow news week. <laughs> Moving on to number three this hang week. Hang on, hang on. Let, let, let me take this opportunity to get just a little bit geeky and a little bit preachy here. Do it. Um, folks, uh, do not reuse the same password on every site that you go to. Yes, I know it's convenient. I, I, I know it's easy to remember that one password and just use that same password for every single site. But all you have to do is use that password once on some shitty site with shitty security like HelloKitty.com in this particular case. And now anybody who has that has your email address and password and they have just bots, just just programs. Well, it will go and try that combination. It'll try it on Google. It'll try it on Facebook. It'll try it on Amazon. It'll try it on every single See, website. I have, a, I have a system for my passwords. Uh-huh. I have a like the primary. Please core. tell us all what your system no, is. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is good because you won't be able to fucking figure it out. Anyways. Okay. It's a, the core word that I use for my password, uh-huh. and then I have a variation of four numbers interchangeable at the end of it, like for every single website. And I have them. I have them. I have a spreadsheet with every website that I have my password kept, and I mm-hmm. keep that where it is. It's on a 
not plugged in hard drive nowhere near the cloud <laughs> and i keep that there and i have the order in which uh the order in which i have a, a specific like database order that i keep my passwords in for which sites i go to and the second one of them gets compromised i go and i change every single one of them it's like about 40 websites and i just like you know i have like a it's almost like a decimal system where I okay. move, move numbers over a certain point, and I just go down the line. That's uh, that that from without knowing more, I will say that does not sound bad. That that sounds like it like a decent manual system. Yeah. Um, there is a service that uh, this is not a paid advertisement. This is this is a personal recommendation. There's a service called LastPass, L A S T P A S S. That is the basic idea of this is that it was it is the last password that you'll ever have ever have to remember because the system will take care of remembering and managing all of your other passwords for you. Um, one of the things that it does is uh, in a case like this, it uh, will add the HelloKitty.com database to its uh, to one of its checks that it does. And if one of your passwords is ever found to be in one of these leaked databases, it will alert you. It will let you know, hey, by the way, this username and password combination has been discovered in one of these files out there. Uh, would you like us to just change it for you automatically? And uh, it has a browser plugin. It has uh, Android and iOS apps. Um, the Android app is even fancy enough where that it it uh, can fill in your username and password into other apps and other websites on Android for you. You fancy. Um, and uh, so uh, so yeah. So w- hackers. Hack that. Problem solved. They li- <laughs> it's literally it, even if they were to download the entire LastPass database, it would do them no good. Because all that LastPass ever stores is the encrypted data that has been encrypted with your master password. So if if they somehow manage to get your master password and the LastPass database, then yes. But then that's on your own fault for doing something wrong with that password. I must be in the the, the weird world where I think if you can build it, you can break it. (laughs) <laughs> no, the uh, the entire the, the way the LastPass works is entirely open source. It has been vetted by multiple security professionals. Um, this is not some this this is a company that has allowed themselves to be put through the ringer multiple times, and nobody has been able to find an exploit for their system. Right on. That's yep. that's some good stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I understand what you're saying, but I just, I, it's, it's not, not impossible. Yeah. No, no, no. But it has it, not been done. And yet. it might just be me, but it sounds hypocritical when a guy when somebody's like, "Don't use the same passwords." But use this person to handle your passwords. I'm like, but isn't that what you just told me? Not, I, why am I putting all my faith into these guys? Because they're okay, but these guys aren't okay. Because <laughs> what they store is in the encrypted blobs that your password has that has encrypted. The unencrypted information the, of the actual like plain text information that you see that you punch in mm-hmm. never exists on their servers. It exists locally, and then it gets encrypted with your master password, and then it gets pushed up yeah, to I, them. See, I, I guess I'm just weird like that because, like, I don't know. I just... You put anything on Google, and they're like, yeah, no problem. And all of it's recorded. (laughs) This is different. But back to video games. Moving on to number three. Um, I'll just take this tinfoil hat and set it over here. It's okay. Nobody's a conspiracy theorist in here except for Goat. All the time. Every day of his life. Moving on to number three. Tomb Raider Studio Head departs after 10 years with Square Enix. After 10 years in the saddle, Square Enix leader and Crystal Dynamics boss Daryl Gallagher has left the publisher with nary a hint of his future plans or reasons for stepping down. Daryl became head of Crystal Dynamics back in 2009, led that studio to reboot the Tomb Raider franchise, and for the last three years has led uh, our Western studio, Square Enix Western CEO Phil Rogers said in a statement. I want to thank him for his tremendous effort and contributions to Square Enix along with the amazing entertainment he's helped create. Sad to see him go, but respect his decision, and we should all celebrate the sheer blood, sweat, and tears he's put into our co- our company over the last 10 years. We're excited for him, his family, on their next chapter, and we wish them the best of luck in the future. Um, <clears throat> Gallagher, he's left, he's left behind some good stuff on the way out, you know? Um, 
to give you an example of, 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 you know, really, like, what else do you need other than the last two Tomb Raider games, which are both well-received, well-respected. Yeah. I mean, it's a hell of a portfolio. Stuff. Um, Square Enix said uh, they've got two other people that are going to be taking this spot, though. Coming wow. up is Scott Amos and Ron Rosenberg, who will jointly step into the leadership role as co-studio heads. Um, they said that so far, that's been a, a, a seamless transition there. So you know you do your job well yeah. when they replace you with two people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. So this guy missed an opportunity. He should have waited for the third game to come out and then left. Yeah. Ten years, though. Ten years uh, with, with Square Enix and, uh, you know, the last six with, uh, you know, almost seven with, with Crystal Dynamics. That's mm-hmm. nothing to sneeze at, man. Um, best of luck to that fellow on the way out. I don't think he's going to need luck. I think he's going to be just fine. I'm sure he's got a little <laughs> bit of that. He's got a little bit of that Tomb Raider money. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. And um, yeah, no, it uh, yeah, it definitely sounds like uh, you know whatever, pretty much whatever job he wants, he can probably have in the in the video game world, just uh, with with the portfolio he has behind, that that uh, that he has a show. And um, and he's getting another paycheck when it comes out on PS4. Yeah. And um, well, maybe I don't know how royalties for things like that work, uh, but um, I uh, I just hope that the next Tomb Raider game doesn't suffer. That's that's my only negative. That's it, man. To this. See, that's where the joke's at. If and you and to... I'm sure you'll find out that the new one hasn't suffered as soon as you get to play the copy of the game that you bought that <laughs> I currently have had for the last three and a half weeks. See? Uh, yeah. You you keep going, sir. <laughs> He'll be a minute. That's what I'm saying. If you would have waited to the third game, he could have he left on a high note and a funny note because they should name the third one The Fall of Tomb Raider. Because <laughs> it just rose. Just rose. Mm. I see what you did there. Moving on to number two for the week. This one's a little weird, um, and and it's 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 as lengthy. Compared to what? As co- well, it, is this four point three million weirder than Hello Kitty accounts got swapped out? French consumer group sues Valve over ban on Steam resales. Can you just say that one more time? I thought you might. French consumer group sues Valve over ban on Steam resales. You this is right. a long article, so you, I'm okay. not going to read this whole thing. You were right. That is weirder. We're doing, we're doing some highlights here, folks. So, <laughs> Valve has come under fire from a French consumer association called UFC K Quasar. Slightly different from that other UFC, obviously. Uh, organization litigates on behalf of the public, and they feel that Steam is letting customers down. Um, they believe that 12 clauses in Steam's much-scrutinized subscriber agreement constitutes breach of consumer law. Their main points of contention translated by a silent cement breakdown as follows. Steam subscribers agreement explicitly forbids users to sell their games despite the transfer of ownership of digital products licenses being legal. Valve declines any responsibility in cases that they get hacked and users' personal information gets stolen. Valve claims ownership on the rights of any user-created content uploaded on Steam, which is a fairly common caveat in social media today, so I don't know about that. It is impossible to get the money on your Steam wallet back if your account is closed, deleted, banned. Pretty much anybody reserves the right to refuse a refund these days. That's not that uncommon either. I have thoughts on that one, but go on. I'm not saying it's right, but I okay. so many places do it. You know, Valve applies Luxembourg's consumer law regardless of user's country. So, um, first point is people can't resell their games. It's complex is- a complex issue that hasn't been solved in other mediums. And Valve already won a court case against a German consumer group last year, if you guys remember. I think we actually talked about the remnant of that mm-hmm. and some of it uh, spilling over into the beginning of the year. 
Um, Valve expressly forbids the reselling of Steam accounts or games associated with Steam accounts. As for why, well, there's a lot of reasons, according to Steam. Um, at its most basic level, the issue is that physical goods are infinite and digital goods can be as numerous as the stars in the sky, as manifold as Donald Trump's selection of weird neck jowl configurations. <laughs> On top of that, in the current system, we buy licenses to specific, uh, specific games under a larger Steam subscription, as opposed to individual copies of games themselves. This allows us to, among other things, download and re-download games to our heart's content. It also means, however, that we don't technically own the game we buy on Steam. We subscribe to them, but as a result, our games are part of a service, not products we own. This, this type of lawsuit and this type of argument that we're having about this right now is precisely why so many people have, I mean, at the dawn of, of digital download, we're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, like, that's mine. You can't, that's, mm-hmm. I'm not buying a license from you. I could just go to the store and buy a physical copy of it, and it's mine, and you can't tell me what to do with it. Um, while I can't argue that I have a 300-game Steam library and have obviously partaken greatly in you know digital games and downloading for digital games, I don't, I'm not really thrilled about the whole licensing thing either. It is definitely one of those can't-fight-the-tide type things. It's, it's going to wash over everybody whether they want it to or not. Um, so I, I, I understand what they're saying. Because I don't really agree with it, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and um, yeah, every single one of these users uh, clicked, uh, did not read, and then clicked "I agree" on Valve's uh, and Steam's uh, terms of correct, service. As everyone seems so, uh, to do. So I'm not really sure um, where they think they're going to win this lawsuit because they've no. all agreed to the things that they're complaining about. Unless they know something that we don't. Yeah, that's true. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a word of advice. The human centipede is. <laughs> Plausibly real. Read your user agreements. <laughs> I'm holding this iPad right now. You're making me really uncomfortable, goat. South Park knows all. Read your agreements. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I could go on with this article for probably another 15 minutes. There's uh-huh. a lot of content to it. So, uh, you know, any of you guys who care to delve further into it, feel free to check it out in the news section, uh, you know, when we post the show on the website. Um, but uh, it is, this is a pretty robust article. They make some pretty interesting points kind of for and against um, you know, both sides really. It's kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't personally think they're going to win this fight, especially since yeah, no. it's already one that's that's kind of been pulled into play. I mean, the the one thing I said that I had a comment on was um, the 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 content of funds in a Steam wall. If account gets you know, if, if account gets banned or like otherwise closed, like not of the user's consent, like you know, let's say they were. You know they were they were abusive online or whatever, and their account gets closed. Um, I don't care if that person gets their money back. Um, however, if somebody wants to close their account, you know if they've got money sitting in their wallet for whatever reason, I just I feel like there should be some sort of means to get something back for that money. I don't sure. know. I think um, I, lot- I hate wallet based systems, anyways. Yeah. Like the whole like PlayStation wallet where you had to like yeah. put money in your wallet, then you could use that money, like the PlayStation points or whatever stupid crap, to you know buy stuff off the store. And if you didn't have mm-hmm. enough, then you had to put more money in. Just yeah. like I hated that whole system. The same yeah. thing with the, the the Xbox points. Oh, it was even worse because yeah. they would like stagger the cost of things. So like yes. you had to put a minimum on there, and it was like mm-hmm. ten bucks or whatever. But most games cost like twelve. Yep. <laughs> oh, you know. Yep. Nintendo still does that. Yeah. Like to buy a twelve dollar game, you got to put twenty dollars in your whatever satchel. Yeah. yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. That's why I don't buy a lot of three DS games because, yeah. well, uh, or at least digital, digital ones. Yeah. 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 I'm like, uh, I don't want seven dollars floating in cyberspace until I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, I you know we, we had a whole show uh, you know about a year or two ago where we talked about you know digital versus physical media. And, um, you know, I'll just reiterate my stance on it then. Um, I, I, I 
definitely cannot stop the tide. Uh, I see it coming. Yeah. But at the same time, in the meantime, um, um, I mean, like if I bought games digitally, John, you would not be borrowing my copy of Tomb That's Raider. True. And Go- I you would not be borrowing my copy of Fallout yeah. right now. If I can always mm. have a physical copy over a digital one, I'll take it just yep. cheerily for the fact Especially that if I... they're the same price. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, AAA titles, I will always, I was always, I will always physical copy. Give me, give me, give me, give yeah. me. But, like the, like, the little stuff and all that, if it's under, like, 10 bucks, yeah, all right, it's cool. Yeah. Like, I just, well, that, and like you said, price, I just got bound by flame today before I came into the podcast for a whopping $7.50 digitally on 360. I was like... <laughs> Yes, because it's only, like 30 bucks. Well, but that probably doesn't have a physical counterpart. It does. Oh, it's really? It's like 30 bucks, though. It was just on a super gold sale, and I was oh. like, yeah, I don't really <laughs> care if I have the physical copy. It's supposed to be terrible. I'm, I'm playing it because it's supposed to be that terrible. Wow, well, right so, But yeah, if it, like, like Fallout and stuff like that, oh, no, 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 give me my plastic. Yeah. Right on. Well, um, moving on, we're going to go to number one this week. Hideo Kojima forms independent company, partners with Sony. Yay! We knew it was coming, man. Yeah, we knew but, we had something in the pipeline. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the first person I know who has gone on vacation and changed companies. Yeah. Well, he went on vacation <laughs> to build a new company. Yeah. <laughs> when they say he went on vacation, though, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he was literally using up the rest of his vacation time, whatever accrued vacation yeah. time there was. They were instead of paying him out for it, he they probably they probably did. He's dick probably him on the payroll that. until that particular date, and they were just killing they, his they, vacation. They, they probably dicked him over like that because I mean they they pretty much dicked him in every other place they could. Because which is, technically he would still be on the payroll then, which means he had not been released from the company. Yeah. Which actually would explain how they were able to keep him from attending the video game awards if he was mm-hmm. still an employee. Quote yeah. unquote. Yep. That would also that would also explain his super short uh, contract thing. Well, vacation's mm. over, Konami. <laughs> <laughs> and Metal Gear's coming to Sony. This is great. <laughs> Well, Following, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna just in response to Goat. I'm sure he doesn't get to take Metal Gear with him. But no, uh, but I have an <laughs> I have an idea that Gear Metal is going to be a new thing. Uh, it's going to be uh, main character Serpent. Speaking of lawsuits, Steel man, Spring. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, following the dissolution of Kojima Productions at Konami, Hideo Kojima has formed Kojima Productions. The new incarnation will act as an independent studio. However, Kojima announced in conjunction with Sony Computer Entertainment CEO Andrew House that he will partner with Sony for his studio's first project, which he intends to be the start of a franchise. Um, While Kojima's studio is independent, starting a franchise with Sony could lead the studio to be a second-party studio in the manner of teams like Naughty Dog or Guerrilla Games. Uh, Kojima also made a statement via Twitter. Um, you know, and there's a link in the, uh, you know, in, in the story for that if you guys want to check out what he had to say. Official site currently features a mission statement for the studio calling themselves Homo Ludens, or Those Who Play. Uh, playing is not simply a pastime, it is the primordial basis of imagination and creation. Truth be told, Homo Ludens are simultaneously Homo Faber, those who create. Reads part of the uh, reads part of the statement, uh, and it's is exactly the sort of high minded philosophical talk you expect and crave coming from one of uh, uh, gaming's last big artours. Um, the studio is hiring for a variety of programmers, artists, and designers. It'll likely be a couple years before you know we really hear much of anything coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but right now, gamers have something to look forward to instead of the dread when they hear the previously doomed studio. Um, and, and they did put together a new logo. Obviously, the Kojima Productions logo was all swathed in Metal Gear, so there was really nothing that they could do to keep that logo. And uh, and 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 here is their new logo, which appears to be a skull inside of some sort of a transparent uh, helmet, armored helmet. 
Oh, yeah, wow, that's very biomech. Yeah, it is very biomech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty suave. But that's the new, those are the new digs, man. So I'm congratulations. I'm surprised a middle finger in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to Mr. Kojima for finally uh, breaking his silence and, and coming out and, and making everybody happy by, by keeping Kojima Productions alive. Now, I, I don't really care what he's going to make because I already know it's going to be amazing. And honestly, I, I'm kind of hoping that being forced to no longer work on Metal Gear will flex his mind in ways he hasn't had to in a while It'd take him out of his comfort zone sure. and that he'll do something just like top end badass i hope so you know i, I can't mean, wait well if we think about it, like last year he was talking about doing doing something he was getting tired of working on metal gear and he wanted to make more he says that after he releases every metal gear game more yeah. ips <laughs> well now now but now he might have the, the handcuffs released from him and he actually might be able to do it i hope so because i mean the last thing that he worked on that wasn't metal gear was zone of the enders mm-hmm. and those were neat games not counting pt but yeah yeah not counting pt I, it's soul-crushing that we're never going to get that Silent Hills game. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. We might. Um, hopefully, he'll put out a horror game that takes all the ideas he was yeah. working on and just does that, man. Um, because if the buzz is any indicator on that thing, it would have been huge. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, but uh, con- well played, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well played and congratulations. Well, the future is bright. Silent Hills, I wouldn't knock out quite yet because now he has Sony money to work with. and uh, Yeah, but, he, he, I mean, but I'm saying... And could and Konami, eh, no, you get a big enough paycheck, no. they might get rid of that bit of piece, a little bit of piece. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, Konami is probably going to be looking for some ways to get some incoming. Oh, they already yeah. started an out. They they've been advertising this week for for a new programming team to put together to work on more Metal Gear games. They're they're gonna. Which are gonna I sell. have a feeling that with Kojima's departure, they're gonna pull the lever and, and up the production ramp speed. You think so? Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're you, gonna. Well, oh, yeah, but I mean, do you think there's any hope they're gonna be anywhere near as good as what we've played? No, based yeah. on what I played with Metal Gear Rising, fuck no. <laughs> they're gonna Platinum think, Games did not do a very good job with that game. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. if you think about it, they just made eighty million dollars on one game. Yeah, I mean, on a good day with a tailwind, they're gonna put out six Metal Gears to make that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because nobody, everybody's gonna walk away now, like. Kojima was Metal Gear, and all those fans are now obviously going to go buy a bunch of PlayStation 4s. I imagine he's going to bring over some of his <laughs> oh, most bet, trusted yeah. and core developers, yeah. too. I mean, I'm yeah. sad for us, uh, or like rather for myself. Charlie has a PlayStation 4 now, but I don't. You well, know, you so will soon. <laughs> probably will, you're right. Because yeah. um, he's going to be exclusive. Yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. Um, you remember, you remember, you know how like Hideo Kojima will take little sections of his game and put like little mini games or little meta games mm-hmm. inside of his little games, and those are always like little jokes, and everyone goes, "Oh, those are cute," and then they go back to the regular regular game. That was Metal Gear Rising. It's like this dumpy little cute thing that, like, when you put it <laughs> next to actual Metal Gear, you're like, "Smells like Metal Gear." Looks like Metal Gear. This is not Metal Gear, man. This yeah. is like no, a Metal Gear like action figure set. You know, yep. it's, it's I, cheap I, and knockoff. I, I like that game for what it was. It didn't need to be Metal Gear. New, new, new. but it, it it really falls in that uh, like the side Final Fantasy Desai like side like. Look, we took this name and we slapped it on this style of oh, game. Yeah. Like, but, like not a not a game, but Spirits Within. Like, I think that would have been a much yeah. better movie if it yeah. didn't have the words Final Fantasy anywhere yep. near yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. That's yeah. what I expect Konami to do with Metal Gear is just yeah. ramp up the production, slap a name on it everyone knows, and water it down like everything else on yeah. the planet these days. Yeah. It, it was the Metal Gear Kart Racer. <laughs> but Kojima will, will bring Prevail. balance to that side of things by putting out something new and full of awesome. So let's, uh, let's wait. Fingers crossed. Can't wait to see what it is. Do you guys know, is there any sort of... 
like like Metal Gear Four, like John, I know you haven't played it, go I know you haven't played it, but I don't know if you just have come across this knowledge. Um, like Metal Gear Four had like something of an end to it. Like they could yes. have stopped it there. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any ideas? Is Five kind of buttoned up the same well, to the same degree? The um, Five kind of brings things full circle, from what I understand, right. based on the setting of time. Because well, that's true. Metal Gear Solid yeah. Four ends because there's technically two snakes. You got right. Dave Snake and you got Jack Snake. And, right. You know. The Metal Gear and Solid Five Snake is Jack Snake, the one that started out in the Cold War and you know moved forward. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five is supposed to kind of not end his story because right. his story technically ends at a different time, mm-hmm. but it is sort of it does sort of cap everything that's been built up with you know Metal Gear Solid Three, uh, Portable Ops, um, Peace Walker, and Ground Zeroes, and then this. It's like that's all one lumped group, right. and it kind of ties back into. Um, the original Metal Gear on the NES, um, from what I understand. And then Metal Gear Solid 4 ends David Snake's, you know, kind right, of right, right, story. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, you know Charlie's been playing a game a long time because we covered this when you first started playing Metal Gear 5. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyways, though. Um, uh, the, the, the good, so the good news is I was getting to um, is that, uh, you know, if... Metal Gear fans can just stop and walk away from the the, the crap that Konami is almost sure to put out and yeah. be okay with it. So look, if it's a good game, I don't mind playing. Sure, it. of course. My problem is, is I have this this man of principle problem mm-hmm. with companies. Like, I still won't pay money for an Activision game hmm. because I'm pissed at them for some of the way that they treated people years back. Sure, I did it with EA for years until most of the staff was completely gone, and it's the inner workings of that company are pre- pretty much different at this point. So whenever companies do this, knowing people that work in the gaming industry and how poorly they get treated when this shit happens, I don't want to give Konami any money. Yeah. Even if it's a good game. Like, there's a couple games out there I want to play, but I won't give them my money. You know? So you just run it from the library. Yep. That's it. That's it. I'll play it, but I won't I think think you're safe, John. I think you're safe. Because I'm pretty sure Konami's going to come up with, like, um, the card game Metal Gear, uh, (laughs) the kart racer Metal Gear, whatever's popular at the time and making a million dollars, MMO Metal Gear. um, All of those things, all I heard was the (laughs) verbal equivalent of a shark. Yes, we're moving on. That's all it's going to be. They, they seem they're just be like latching on to the next big Blech. thing and just cashing in. I Please give it. Me. I give it two months tops for. Uh, no, I give it. I give it through E three for uh, this is this is this is a prediction um, for for Kami to announce a Metal Gear MOBA. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, it's mm-hmm. clock sticking, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and and the Metal Gear and, and to tie in with that, I mean, at E three, we're pretty much can expect a Metal Gear mobile game. Because they're calling, they're focusing on mobile games now. Yikes! <laughs> no, let us move away. Yes, um, that's going to do it for news this week, folks. Um, I'm sure I'll have more exciting Hello Kitty news for you next week. Well, but not 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 next week. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right, so this week, uh, I mean, if you can't piece it together, the feature is Con Out Delete. Yes. Um, we we got a ton of stuff. Uh, Charlie was vigorously periscoping everything but bathroom. As much? Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, asked him, <laughs> I asked him for the bathroom. He said no. Uh, 
yes. No, you, no, I, no, you did not ask me to do that. I would have said no, but just I'm. Anyways. No pooperscope. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, no pooperscope. Um, but we did get a bunch of periscope, uh, and here is a montage of the highlights. Hey guys, this is Charlie from Gamerhead Radio. We're here at uh, Conalt Delete in Rosemont, Illinois. We're just kind of going around and checking things out and seeing what's going on. So if uh, we're gonna try and see if we can capture some uh, some people to talk to. There's currently a Pokemon competition. Ooh, gaming. Let's check out gaming. Here's I found the video gaming room. Let's see if we can find out what's going on in here. How's it going? I'm Charlie from Gamerhead Radio. You're on Periscope right now. How's it going? Awesome. What's your name? My name is Kelvin. Kelvin, nice to meet you. What are you guys doing here? Uh, I play games, as you can see. Nice. Our big banner right here. Okay. And this is our game room. Uh, oh, so, so we're putting on, we, we uh, go around to a lot of different conventions, and we put on all, pretty much almost all of the game rooms for Midwest conventions. Okay. Uh, did you have any questions? Um, just, uh, you know, get kind of give an idea of uh, what's kind of going to happen in your room here. You got a pretty good setup, it looks like. Yeah, we're one of the more popular things here in the convention, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, and as you can see, our room is pretty much almost slam-packed. Almost all of our games are at user capacity. Uh, we have a lot, a lot of fun different things here. Um, and you can take a look around the room. You can take a walk around while you're on Periscope. We have Tekken, Mortal Kombat. We have a bunch of classic games in the back. We have Rock Band, Dance Central. Uh, we have a few PC games. Awesome. And of course, right over here we have all of our Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and things like that. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. This is us. Feel free to check us out. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. I have a good one. Thanks, you too. It's a pretty busy game room in here. See some iDarb. Gamerhead Radio fans will remember a little bit of iDarb a couple months ago when we checked that out. He's got a selfie stick. Someone jump him. Oh, this is not just a selfie. You're live on Periscope right now. <gasps> wow, with, uh, with, uh, with With Gamerhead Radio. How are you doing? Awesome, so how are you? Your, your staff, good? Yes. Nice to meet you. Uh, and uh, what, what is it that you're doing right now? I am volunteer. I am in charge of crowd control and also security. Any problems so far? Everything so far, okay? everything is good. Awesome. Good to know. Um, if I were to go anywhere and check out the most interesting thing happening right now, aside from potentially the sword, uh, the, uh, the kendo lessons that are happening behind me, uh, what should I check out? We got dating auction. Interesting. You don't know what you're gonna get. That sounds potentially fascinating, potentially horrible. Exactly. <laughs> is, is that is that behind me? Main, That's main behind here? you. But the sword demonstration is very, very educational. Okay. Well, let's see if we can swing by both of those. All right. Have All right. A Thanks so much. Good talking to you. So apparently we're gonna go check out a dating auction. Apparently this is one of those things where you bid for the right to go on a date with people, because that's a thing. Now let's see how that's going. I'm Mike. These are my friends. Somebody please buy me and get me away from them. <laughs> oh, so it's your ass they're That's on. That's his sales pitch. <laughs> Got it. Stockholm is nice this time of year. <laughs> um, any final words? What's the boyfriend name? That ass. <laughs> All right, we have $3. Do I have five? Five. Do I have 10? Can any of you sing? Oh, come on. Remember, there is five of them, so you can't fool your mother. All right, five, five. So this 
is what a dating auction looks like. No, it looks fun though. It looks like a good time. Let's go check out that kendo lesson that's happening in the other hall. You're recording all of this, aren't you? Great. You guys are on Periscope with Gamer Head Radio right now. Say yeah, that. Yeah, what happened to it? Oh, yeah. Hello! Oh, yeah. Armed and psychotic. Three! Hello! Your armed and psychotic. Three! Hello! Your armed and psychotic. Three! This is a uh, sword training class happening at Con Alt Delete right now. It's an anime and video game convention happening in Rosemont, Illinois. And um, it looks like they're about to do some, they're paired off, like they're going to be doing some duels maybe? I'm not really sure what's about to happen. But I'm excited, I know that much. Yoi! Again, do not confuse this with Yaoi. In this case, Yoi means prepare the attack by sword. Try to walk down artist alley and see what we can find here. My name's Charlie. I'm with Gamerhead Radio. Uh, you're currently streaming on, uh, on Periscope right now. Uh, what's your name? Regulus. Nice to meet you. Um, so, uh, we're a video game-centric podcast, and so I'm interested in a lot of the video game art you guys have over here. There's some early, a lot of we are, stuff. We sell, we sell retro games, too, because oh. we do art as well. So Good to yeah. know. Awesome. Thank games you. Is us. Thank you. With um, with some of the video game centric stuff, is there, are there some pieces that uh, that you're really uh, the, that you're really fond of? You'd like to kind of show off the viewers? Um, you know, I really like uh, this Zach Bear. That is really nice. That is very cool. Is the artist who did that? Is are they here? They're not here. They're not here. Not okay. today, but uh, good artist. Uh, he actually, uh, this guy actually lives out of the country. But oh, okay. He's a good guy. Good guy. Cool. So yeah, I mean, she's one of our artists too, and she's actually working on a piece right now. Can um, we take a look? Is that all right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just line art right now. That's all right. Everything's got to start somewhere, right? What's your name? I'm Noelle. Noelle, nice to meet you. I'm Charlie. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. And uh, so, what is it that you're working on? Um, I'm working on a kind of like a realistic take on um, Princess Celeste and Luna from My Little Pony. Oh well, you're right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, very cool. So is this sort of your wheelhouse, like like realistic animals? Is that kind of like yeah. what you focus on? Yep. My mom says I was drawing horses when I was three, so that horses are my favorite animal. So I was like, yeah, I can draw this and maybe actually have nerds like enjoy it. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Well, thanks thanks very much for uh, for, for uh, letting us letting us check out your artwork in Thank progress. Okay. So, uh, but very nice meeting you. All right. Pleasure. Yeah, Take care. You too. Thank you. And then you guys are at. Uh, at, now uh, that is a work of art! Dial-up games, if you can read that, dialupgames.net. Thanks guys, take care. One of the things you're almost guaranteed to find at every like anime and video game convention is somebody dressed up as Pyramid Head. Which, you know, if you can, if you can manage the giant Pyramid Head part of the costume, the rest of it is relatively simple. But, nonetheless, the fact that somebody is able to walk around with one of these things on their head for extended periods of time, is nonetheless impressive. And I just saw one. Went down this way. I'm gonna try and locate them here. And oh, there it is. Hang on. I'm approaching the pyramid head. This might not be a wise idea, but I'm doing it anyways. It's pretty much a video game convention staple. I love it anyways, I don't even care. All right, let's go see if we can find Goat. Apparently he's here somewhere.
I'm creepily walking behind Pyramid Hood. I kicked his sword! He might come after me now. Alright, goat hunting, goat hunting. Let's find us a goat. Hey, anime con troubadours. Artists and creatives and performers of all types. You can find out these things. Currently hunting for a goat by court. Oh, I found him! I found a goat! Are we on Periscope? Did he shave? You are oddly low in follicles, sir. I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little yeah, confused. I'm, I'm out in public. I'm not <laughs> trapped in a warehouse. Oh, I'm hiding in my knoll. Alright, that's fair, that's fair. Now, if you've listened to the show a lot, especially in recent months, you're probably familiar with somebody who's responded to a lot of our mailbag questions who goes by the name of Carlton. Um, uh, I don't know. Not gay. Well, part gay, but never mind. That's not the point. Um, so so here, here's a face to go with the name. It's, uh, no, this is normal. This is completely normal. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. And we're walking away. <laughs> uh, so, so this this is the Carlton, the man with the legend. Um, again, this is totally his natural pigment um, and attire. Uh, so I'm going to presume. No, no, no. This is PG-13. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so pre presuming for the moment that you are in cosplay, who are you cosplaying as? Um, well, I was cosplaying as a Morton Joe on his beach holiday. I took off the mask and the hair because I'd been wearing it for a couple hours and it got annoying. And it's like, I want to drink liquids and eat food without having to lift a half of my head over my head. No, um, I'll probably put it back on later. I just needed a break. <laughs> Uh, so, have, you been, have you been here all night? Um, I got here about noon. I actually drove to Peoria last night oh. to pick up somebody that needed to be here and then left Peoria this morning at about 8 a.m. And we rolled in here about noon. Okay. So, yeah, and then I've been, like, running around ever since. I think I've sat down for all of about a half hour, and that's when I had to take a count to <laughs> It took me a second. <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying is that you were not in the dating auction that was No, I was in the dating auction. Oh, you were? Yes. Like, were I sold for three whole dollars for the children. Uh, let's, let's see if we can, see if we can no, unleash uh, Miss Vex from Beast for Villains to say hi before I uh, hand over the stream. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't want to. I'm going to swing over here. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation, but uh, you're, on, you're on Periscope right now. It's the internet. I need my mask this time. So I'm here with, uh, with Miss Vex from V is for Villains, who, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, you are most likely familiar with. If you're not, you're doing it wrong. Um, how, are, how are you enjoying the film so far? Oh, fine. You know, it's the first day, so I'm slow at first, right, but right. picking up, I mean, I know a lot of people here, recognize a lot of people, so it's always good. It feels like family. You know, we've been coming to this town for a couple of years now, so it's all Oh, hey! It's oh, Hour! Well, I couldn't have had possibly better timing if I had tried. Mr. Agitator himself. Ah! Hey, you're on Periscope with Gamerhead Radio. Yes! Yay! Um, so you, you've just, you've just re-arrived, I understand. I came back! Yay! 
How, how are you doing today? Doing okay. How's how's the con treating you so far? Uh, okay. Actually, this is my first my first uh, chance to get in here. Oh, okay. I got pretty sick actually. Oh, I on, saw uh, that. Are you feeling better? But no. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, you're gonna want to stand there. Yeah. This is how you do interviews with a sick person. You do it from over, over here. Yes. I'm doing it wrong. Um, so, so I understand at some point, Venus uh, Revealance is going to be taking the stage, I believe, tomorrow. Correct? Tomorrow no. night. We're doing it. We don't do that. We're doing it sick. We're doing it real. We're, we're gonna be like. Uh, we're doing it live. Literally all the lozenges in the this world are going to this gentleman, I think. It's true. I'm going to eat them all. <laughs> and then you're doing some other panels, I believe, right? Yeah, we're doing erotic reading tonight. Uh, and I've got some tasty uh, treats uh, prepared for that one. So, uh, you guys have a good weekend. Uh, we'll be seeing more of you yeah. tomorrow. We'll be seeing more of you tomorrow. Pleasure as always, sir. Um, I'm just, I've got some hand sanitizer I'm going to be using right now. Do it. Do it. We will be back again tomorrow night uh, to check out more of the con. Uh, have a little bit more time to walk around and kind of check things out. It's Saturday, so there's always the most things going on on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it should be a pretty good time. Um, so, once again, follow. Thanks very much. Uh, you can check us out at GamerHeadRadio.com. I am Charlie. This is Goat. And uh, he will be back later, and we will be back tomorrow. And stop it. And stop it. And stop it. Why won't you stop? Stop. I'm tapping the stop button. It's not stopping. Hey, my periscope is broken. I can't stop. I literally can't stop the stream. <laughs> la, la, la. La, la, la. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, let's just try this. What, what you doing there? Hold a kid. Whose kid did you steal? Uh, Fallon Flynn. <laughs> this is Micro Flynn on loan from the Flynn Association. Hi. Don't move, dude. You're making this really weird. <laughs> We're doing good together on this, the stationary part. You become animated and things are no, going to go awry. Now offer it food and offer it may food. like you. <laughs> Do tricks? He's like, feed me, dude. There you go. Oh, you're self-sufficient. That's awesome. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, it's, sure. Who else, who else wants it? Can somebody film us touching it? You want well, you guys are on Periscope right now, actually. Oh, oh so. yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Sweet. Oh, that's uh, Ooh, that's uh, nice. Thank you, thank that's you. Very that nice. Is that's nice. <laughs> Make it around the table. They won't touch. Uh, do you want a piece of pizza? Uh, oh, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Though. I ate already. This is uh, this is by far the most exciting thing that's happened to me today, and I'm not even kidding. Hold on a little bit. Um, yes, actually. Anyway, um, during this time, I earned. The Dream Crusher Medal. Everything happens at a con. Well, what's the deal with poker us? Poker us? Hi. Oh, it makes the poker Are you talking to about missing nuts? No. No. No, no. It's a purple box. Poker us? Poke I have no idea what poker is. That's just insulting, sir. I'm going back to preschool. Poker us is a disease in the Pokemon, but it's a good disease for some reason. No one knows why it's a good disease. No, that's not good at all. Hang on. Okay, so in Pokemon, it makes your EVs go higher. Yes. In EV training, sorry, I have to take this. I actually wasn't registered former professor. Okay, I can actually answer this. Thank you. Pokeros is a virus that actually increases, it doubles the uh, value of effort value training, EV as for short. Uh, EVs, basically whenever you battle a Pokemon, of course it has the natural value points that it actually will, uh, will generate into the stat boost per its level ups, which actually levels out maximum 255 per whatever total stats it increases. 252. 252, thank you, sorry. 
put a lot of it. Anyways, uh, Poke Rust doubles the amount, so once it's actually still affected by Poke Rust, mind you, not cured, it actually doubles the amount of whatever EV values it encounters in battle. So, anything that you battle in EV training at that point will still double the increase. However, you have to be careful because anything sitting in your uh, your actual inventory in your party box after midnight automatically becomes cured of it, and there's a little smiley face actually by its name saying that it has been effect uh, effectively cured of Pokerus. So if you want to avoid that, keeping it so, assuming you're still leveling it up, <coughs> put it in your uh, your box. It your just spreads if you don't like... If you battle upward, it, it's random in the percentage of what it infects in the rest of your party, but if you actually battle against somebody uh, upwards of, like, I think six times, it will actually infect the rest of your entire party. Every single person, it affects it, uh, whatever the party the Pokemon is next to it will actually infect that Pokemon. So you want to put those Pokemon in your party into your box after midnight so that they will actually continue to do that if you intend on having them EV trained. EV training is actually not an essential part of the game unless you really plan on doing either competitive battle. Yeah. Or uh, maybe battle power. You actually don't need it. Like, it can be cured and you can still do it. Like, you know, EV train with a double. It's just you can't spread it. Yeah. 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 Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, also, the Pokerus is not a disease. It is actually small mites, which uh, are uh, oh. some symbiotic. So yeah. I know whether or not She's right, too. Five points to Gryffindor. <laughs> We've been checking out a Pokemon panel here at Connell Elite and uh, in uh, Rosemont, Illinois. Here we go. And uh, we're going to try and move on. There's one more panel that we're going to try and check out now. Um, and I found a Bubbles. Hi, Jones. And uh, so thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in a few minutes at our next panel. Hey guys, uh, this is Charlie uh, from Gamerhead Radio, of course you know us, and uh, this is John, Mr. Fallon Flynn, and we are currently backstage uh, right before the V is for Villains show is about to happen. Um, oh, hey, look, hey, hey, I have a, and uh, yeah, so we're hanging out here. It's and, a rogues um, gallery. It, it, it is, in fact, and uh, so V is for Villains is about to take the stage, and uh, you guys are going to have some fun, and Goat, Goat, you actually kind of helped make this happen, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you are, you did. You're, you're on the clock today. I, uh, I erected a stage, no, he's doing the performance. I did the uh, the he erected. Production. That's all you need to know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, go direction. It's going to be the title of this video later. <laughs> God, raging. So, yes. And uh, so, so V is for villains will be going on shortly. Yes. And um, so, uh, if uh, if any of you are here at Con Delete, make sure you come out and say, come out and check out V is for villains because they're about to go on. And then make sure you say hi to myself and Goat, the, your the other folks, the the rest of Gamerhead Radio, because we're all That's hanging right. out That's here. That's right. And uh, once again, this is Connaught Delete, a convention happening at the Hyatt O'Hare in Rosemont, Illinois. And um, yeah, this, this, this is about to be a thing that's going to happen. There's um, a line out the door. Yes, yes. This will happen. Let's go check out the line, actually. Let's go, let's, 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 line. Let's, let's go do that. You guys, you know, so, some people might wonder, just because this is a newer line, uh, a new, a, you know, it's, uh, I'm not sure how many years this convention's been going on, but some people might wonder about how big of a convention this actually is. Um, we're gonna go see, we're gonna go say hi to the crowd right now. We're gonna see just how excited people are. And uh, for, for VS for Villains. There's the line. Pretty excited. I 
I think, I think, I think those guys are ready for a concert. And uh, so yeah, starting here in just a little bit here, the doors are going to be opening up and V is for Villains is going to be taking this stage right here, like you just saw, and it's, uh, it's going to be a pretty damn good time. So if you're here, come on by. If you're not, well, we'll be broadcasting a little bit, but not the entire time because, well, it's going to be loud and my phone has a battery that runs out eventually. So um, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, again, I am Charlie from Gamerhead Radio. This guy over here is Fallon Flint. Oh, gee, I just Fallon stabbed Flint. the man in the throat. I got poked in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking breathe. Thank you for hanging out with us, you guys. show's going to start soon. We'll see you in a little bit. You're going to die. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, that was uh, some of... Uh, you know, I, I I tried to catch. You know, I wasn't able to spend the entire weekend at the con, but uh, between Friday and Saturday night, um, with the time I was able to spend there, and tried to catch as much, you know, video game related stuff as I could. Of course, ending with the V's for Villains show, um, and uh, so yeah, um, we're, we're we're really gonna try and we're gonna try and get to more cons, and we're gonna try and do more periscoping, and um, and uh, so if you guys liked the coverage that we put out there, please let us know. Um, it just uh, you know, just if you have any feedback on that whatsoever. But uh, aside from that. Um, John, since I ended with the Vs for Villains show, and Vs for Villains is pretty much all you got to see during yes, the con. Yes, yes. The, 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 I can't tell you what a horrifying um, like Catch-22 it is. Like I get to be a guest at conventions that I probably would have paid to go see as a con-goer. Mm-hmm. But like, here, we're going to put you in the bill. We're going we're gonna to feature your photo on things. Come, you don't have to pay to get in because you're a guest. We'll give you free food. We'll give you free alcohol. We'll give you... But you can't... You don't have time for anything. Can't go to panels. <laughs> can't go to the game room. Yep. There's no fucking time because you have to be a fancy clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, yeah, that's the downside. It's awesome getting to go do all these things and not have to pay for it. But so little time to engage anything. Um, just play the show, man. I, I, I spent a very little time um, getting to hang out with some of our fans and, and friends and... Uh, I mean, I did. I probably could have stayed at the convention and found a little time to do some stuff, but that would have meant not seeing Star Wars, and that was not going to happen. So, um, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good, man. The show was really cool. We played some new material, had a good time with it, and uh, literally rocked chunks of the ceiling out. Um, yes. A, a large bulb like, it looks like a giant light bulb. Think like, like maybe like six times the size of a standard light bulb this thing mm-hmm. uh, was covering a bulb in the ceiling and apparently fell but, out in the middle of our set about 18 inches long i'd say yeah yeah and not heavy but hard enough from a big enough height that it would really hurt if it hit you yes um and and there's a photo of this charlie documented it. it's on the <laughs> yes. gamerhead radio facebook page um as it, proof. which if, if villains hasn't retweeted that, that that you should get on that pretty <laughs> oh, soon here. soon, soon yeah. my friend um, um but uh so that was it man it was it was just a cool show man we got to see a few friends and a a special shout out to uh one of our fans darcy she drove nine hours to come and see that show oh wow yeah yeah you know and then uh you you guys uh listening to the show um now um occasionally hear uh in in mailbag responses a, a contributor by the name of dash dash was there dash got to come and hang out with us so thank you kind sir it was it was good to see you um it was a good time you know and um and yeah so aside from all the villainy that that, that <laughs> took place at the con um 
uh, goat. You know, you were helping out with the villains as well as a little bit, but uh, uh, with with when you could get away, um, you and myself. You know, you guys just heard a little bit of kind of what we experienced while we were there. And um, but aside from that, uh, as far as what didn't make it into the Periscope streams, uh, go. What did you? How did you feel about the con? And uh, like, what did you see that you thought was interesting? Uh, I, I just the the cosplays were amazing. Oh, cosplayers are the best. Amazing. <laughs> like they were, they were, there was some good stuff. Um, I mean the villains, yeah, they were like third rate. But it's uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> there were some real talented cosplayers mm-hmm. out there. Uh, <laughs> Um, that and just like the atmosphere, I, I, the atmosphere is amazing. Super like, chill, man. Yes, yeah, people yeah. just are like, yeah, we're having fun. A lot of the animecon.org events like this one are really super laid back, man, because they're smaller conventions. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere from I think his smallest convention runs like five five hundred to a thousand people, and then the largest one, Anime Midwest, is like seven thousand plus people. So I mean, they're they're pretty chill. They're definitely if you don't like the like suffocating. Um, atmosphere of like ASIN where it's just people on top of people and it's kind of gotten this grimy reputation for being everybody shit faced all the time. That's anime central just in case you're not in the know. Yeah. Anime central. <laughs> um, you know, like I know a lot of people who won't go to ASIN anymore because it's, it's become less about convention culture and the, the stuff that's featured there for anime and more about, you know, 14 and 15 year old kids getting fucked up in a hotel room and making really bad life choices. It's just gotten kind of sleazy. <laughs> um, AnimeCon.org events, as long as we've worked with them, always been really laid back, man. Yeah. Super chill. Yeah. Um, I'd have to agree. Um, you know, um, a little bit more of what, uh, of, on top of what made it into the stream, you know, like the gaming room that they had this year was, uh, was, you know, it was pretty good. Um, Goat, you said last year's you thought was a little bit bigger? I think, I think, I think square footage wise, it was a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. Um, but you think maybe the same amount of content, just maybe in a smaller space? It was, yeah, it, it seemed, it seemed a bit cramped this year. I would say that too, um, yeah. If they would have put, I mean, just six inches more in those aisles, it would have yeah. made, because if you had people back to back playing on di- on different screens, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But you literally almost had to like do some sort of like, you know, like Chung Lee spin kick over <laughs> over the chairs to get through there without like disrupting gameplay. And I'm yep. like, ah, that that was like my only problem in the game room. That and there was a obscene amount of Smash, which I get it, but like the, the Smash, there was like twelve screens yeah. of Smash from my at an account. anime con. The game room was always going to be Smash, <laughs> yeah. Smash, yep. Smash, Smash, out the fucking wazoo. Yeah, yep. And then, um, and then the tabletop room was pretty cool. They had, uh, they had uh, quite the selection there, including, um, I think we made mention of it, but uh, maybe maybe didn't say out loud what it was. Um, John, are you familiar with Munchkin? Yeah. There is Adventure Time Munchkin. Yes, there is. Okay. Actually, you were and this. I okay. were just talking about that. I want to rub it on my nipples. <laughs> uh, can, can we just play it first? There's maybe. a reason yes. that they call it Adventure Time, Charlie. All right, I'm in. Um, <laughs> which was also which was, which was which was paired on the same table with Star Trek Catan. Yes. Which, oh apparently. my God. Which I own. I fucking want that. <laughs> I need that in my life. Uh, game night, game night soon. Mm, yes, yes. yes. Um, but there was there was really a lot of great entries in the tabletop mm-hmm. room. Like some stuff where like I haven't even seen, and some, somehow when I got thrusted into the game tabletop world, I was like, I know everything except that and that, that. and I don't all know of that shit over there. in this room. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's daunting. Being a tabletop player is yeah. uh, overwhelming. Yes. Um, 
but yeah, no, uh, all, all together. I mean, I, I had a great time, you know, even with the limited amount of time I was able to spend there. Um, if you saw the Periscope streams, um, if you didn't, um, then, uh, you know, those clips will should for the most part be making their way onto YouTube. Um, so you can kind of see what the con was actually like. Um, but other than seeing it and hearing it, like, uh, you know, you just did the pieces of, um, you guys have witnessed that I had a great time there and, um, you know, a lot of cool people, um, got to talk to some really fun people, a lot of great artists, a lot of great, uh, you know, just contributors to the community. Um, you got, you got fondled by the halo panel i did i did <laughs> um yeah the um I, I to be fair at this point in time i have not put together the clip reel yet so i'm not entirely sure what's going to make it into it just because i don't know what's going to work well in just a, a purely audio format but uh, in case it didn't make it into it um i uh, stuck my head into the halo panel and they uh, they noticed me and complimented me on my beard and asked if they could all touch it and I let them. It happened. And um It's on Periscope. Should yep. be on YouTube. Yep. Key to the moment, man. <laughs> um well, yeah. And uh it it but it, this was this was on Saturday, so this was after Star Wars, and so I was able to say at the time that may have been the most exciting thing that happened to me that evening. That's um, true. That's true. Yeah, but uh, no, it was you know good time, and you know con people are you know it's like I've talked about this before, just with my experience with the pony cons, and really just it's you know like anime and video game cons, it's a lot of the same. It's just uh you know just really for the most part you know great accepting you know fun atmosphere and great yeah, good people. Totally, I meant to ask you that as being as because you've gone two cons like uh-huh. back to back, but one you were like the man, well, <laughs> well and, yes. and now you're just a man. <laughs> How does it compare? Is it weird to like switch hats or? I mean, I'm, well, okay. So, I mean, I, I'm already running into that 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 sort of dichotomy a little bit just between pony cons because it's mm-hmm. like you know I've been you know I was vice chair for 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 Ponyville Cider Fest. Mm-hmm. I am now you know we're in the we're in the you know the the engines are revving up for work on uh, on Winnie City. Um, but I'm also doing PR for, you know, MLP MSB. And so there have been a couple times where it's just like, I have to, I've had to remind myself in conversations and MSP is like, wait, I'm not in charge here. I need to like, remember, like, remember my place. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, so yeah, so I, I've run, I have run into that, that sort of like mind switch a couple times just in that. And so, especially with this, there were a couple times where it's like, like even go like we, all of a sudden I, I looked at my watch, I'm looking at the schedule. And I realized that, that, that things were running late and it was, everything i could do to not run away and like try and find what was the problem go, and, go like, to con ops like, and like, find somebody like what's it. happening yeah. here how can we adjust this and they're like who the fuck are you yeah i'm not on your staff that's i'm who the I vice am. pony overlord they're like security get this asshole out of here Dude, ladies yeah. and gentlemen the bar has been closed that's right yeah. Um, that may or may not have happened. Um, yeah, but, he was like actually like cold sweat jitters. He's just like he's like they're forty minutes behind schedule. I'm like they. He's like yeah, yeah. And, and, yes, the, they. and then and then literally ran comp ran by yeah. like ran that's true. by. That's true. That's and awesome. I was just like, oh right, he's me. There you well, go. That's right. Not yeah. Right. And like, then yeah. you looked at him in that moment and you were like, ah, so glad to not be him right yeah. now. Yeah. And you know, and that's the other thing too is exactly John what you were saying before about you know like it's it's it sucks to be. Because, especially with like with MSP and uh, and uh, with, with 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 Ciderfest or the two cons I've I've really worked now, I didn't see anywhere near as much of the con as I wanted to, and um, yeah. so I com- I totally understand what you're saying on on on, on that the, level. Yeah, you just see the back halls and the um, the remnants of what was fun. And it's like it's it's, it's almost I, I'm I'm not gonna say it's worse, but it's it's bad in a different way too. Just because it's like yeah, it's like you're kind of stuck into like your little villains bubble. It's like yeah. when I was doing um you know a, a PR for MSP this past this past June, mm-hmm. it's like 
part of one of the things I did was, is I went to every single panel and like took a picture and like put it up on social media. And so it's like, I got to hear about three minutes of like every single panel at, at the minimum. And it's just like, I really sure. want to stick around and hear the rest of this. Cause they're, they're talking about interesting things, but I got to go take pictures of this other yeah. thing. Yeah, and it happens um, all the time. So I get... at least you've got a little bit of blissful ignorance happening. Yeah, I got, true. I I got forced to like take little tastes of <laughs> oh, every single sucks, one. Man. I just feel bad. Cause I have a lot of our fans and kids come up and they're like, Hey, we're going to go to this, see this panel. Do you want to come with us? And then I'll look at the schedule and I'm like, uh, uh, hentai panel. No, I don't want to go to that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll look at the panel, but I couldn't go anyway, so I don't right. have time. Or then they're like, you know, they'll do like something that I'm really interested in. And I'm like, fuck, yes, I would love to go to that with you guys, but I cannot for a last fancy clown mode. And then, and then we're out. But, you know, it's crazy. You know, I hear, I hear you, man. I feel your pain. Yep. Man. Well, we, ran, Likewise. We, we ran into that because I had to send Charlie. Or Charlie sent himself or whatever. He's like, I'm going to this panel, this panel, this panel. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to be at Soundcheck. That's right. <laughs> uh, such is the life, it mm. seems. Um, but mm. yeah, no, but uh, once again, to reiterate, um, it, it became very clear to me um, how hopefully natural, I hope you guys agree that it was a, it was a natural fit for us to do there and to do the live, you know, kind of checking things out. And, um, you know, the, the panels that I got to pop into, you know, they, they were, you know, I, after I was done and I ran into some of the, 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 the panelists later and I let them know, it's just like, Hey, just so you know, I'm with Gamerhead radio, gave him some credentials and said, you you know, I, when I was in there, if you noticed me, I was recording some video and it's going to be up on our website later, come check it out and everything. And they were all very appreciative because, uh, it, you know, it's a lot of panelists. They, they focus so much on their panel Everybody forgets to bring a camcorder and stick yeah. it in the corner and record it. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody does. <laughs> yep. And so, um, you know, it's uh, it's it seemed it seemed like a really good fit for us. And so, yeah. hopefully, you guys agree. And so, we're going to try real hard to do some more of that, um, especially with um, you know when uh, when uh, Midwest Gaming Classic rolls back around. Yeah. We're we're going to none of us. I mean, we're going to try and record again there live. But aside from that, um, Villains is not playing, so you know, none of us will be on the clock otherwise. Yeah, and so true. we'll actually we'll, get we'll, to we'll, check oh out. Oh my god, we'll be, we'll be on the make uh, a weekend out of that man. Yeah, yeah. we will oh. be on the gamerhead clock all weekend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, so it's it's going to be a good time, but um, but yeah, no, hopefully hopefully you guys liked our our, our, our panel coverage or our con coverage, excuse me, of uh, of con Alt delete. And um, if this is all sounds interesting to you, um, you can definitely check out animecons.org and um, find out about all the different cons um, that uh, that this particular organization that this organizing body is behind, um, yes. as well as I think many others on this site as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's animecon.org is owned by uh, the gentleman that, that runs these conventions, so he he covers his own conventions there. Okay. Just it's just information on his. Um, the next of which is going to be Anime Zap, which is in Peoria. Okay. A couple hours from here, and um, you know, uh, Visa for Villains will be playing that one as well. We're going to be down there. I believe it's the weekend of the uh, January eighth, ninth, and tenth, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, if it's in your uh, neighborhood or you're uh, you're looking for something to do, you know, post holiday season, uh, go hang out. It's yep. one of the, that's actually one of my favorite ones that we do with him every year because we know a lot of the kids there and they're really laid back and everybody's super chill. Yep. So yeah, that that seems to be. Everything you need to know and what we think of Con Alt Delete, that will be uh, the end of our feature this week. Let's move on to some mail. Bag. Mail bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our mail bag question this week, we asked, what was your favorite game you played in 2015, never mind when it came out, and uh, what releases in 2016 are you most excited about? Uh, so, so first of all, uh, we've got Dan Holotke responds, and he says, uh, Bravely Default, 
and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. And so um, I think I think Bravely Default is what he's saying was his favorite game in 2015, and then Xenoblade Chronicles X is what he's most excited about in 2016. Is I believe what's happening there. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, and yeah. to no one's surprise that Dan said Japanese and Japanese. Um, <laughs> that, that is that is correct. <laughs> so um, we have a Twitter response. As they are rare, but they do come in. Uh, Amanda Smith Crown says, "My crack game is Destiny," so I'm guessing that's what she's uh, um, playing now and anticipating next year. Yeah, <laughs> good times. <laughs> um, I got a avalanche of responses, man. So uh, bear with me here. I'm going to try and make sure I squeeze everybody in. Uh, Vriska Squeakers said, uh, "Corpse Party, Blood Drive, and most looking forward to Dishonored 2." Ashley Peterson says, 2015, Binding of Isaac. Afterbirth was pretty freaking amazing. So much content for a DLC package makes the game um, makes the game have even more replay and continued play value. For 2016, she's looking forward to World of Warcraft Legion. She says, yeah, I'm a fangirl, but this expansion looks pretty promising. <laughs> Alice Shepard says, Undertale. Yeah, I'm part of the Undertale craze, or under-trash craze, as she calls it. <laughs> But it combined the bullet hell genre with RPGs and, and had uh, well-written, lovable characters and the option to spare anybody you fought, which isn't offered in a whole lot of games, if any at all. As for 2016, I'm hyped as hell for Pokemon Go and Zelda Wii U. Both good choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, my madman cousin, Mikey, whom, uh, whom I've, I've told some stories about, says, Tough one, battle between Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 4. So uh, my cousin's chilling in Bethesda land. Uh, Amanda Hall says, quote, air quotes, favorite game of 2015? John, no. John, stop. John, don't. So apparently uh, that was that was a painful question. I don't like favorite questions like that either. It makes me tired. We're, we're sorry. Yes. Uh, this is not a test. You're not being graded. It's true. <laughs> there are no wrong answers. That's true. This is like Little League Baseball. Everybody's going to get a trophy. Yeah. This is like uh, anything now. Everyone true, gets a trophy. Uh, ben Wire says, another vote for Undertale. Not only is the writing and characters fantastic, but the music is amazing. Battle system is unique in turn-based RPGs, and what I like best is it's accessible. It can be played on pretty much any computer, and it's only 10 bucks. The days of popular games costing $60 plus, another 40 in DLC, and requiring a top-of-the-line PC to play. It's a nice change. Um, oftentimes contributor and uh, just talked about a few moments ago, Dash says, I loved Alice the Madness Returns, even though it didn't <laughs> come out in 2015. I played that game. It was fun. Uh, Undertale was also good as well as the static speaks my name. Um, Jason Paskowitz says, I love the order 1886, but I only paid $12 for it. So I got a lot for my buck. <laughs> um, Joe Kenny, uh, finishes up by saying fallout Four, please. I've been procrastinating on my costumes so much from playing that game. That's it for me. Uh, Brian Lesser says, uh, Bloodborne for 2015. I enjoyed the gameplay, the environment, and the difficulty of Bloodborne. It's the same reason I'm looking forward to Dark Souls 3. And uh, so he then says he's looking forward to Dark Souls 3 and Street Fighter 5. Uh, Street Fighter 5 is kind of obvious for me. Uh, Brian Lesser is, of course, our fighting game aficionado. Um, uh, he says, however, I enjoyed my time with the game of, via the beta test that Capcom offered, and it's only making me more excited for the final product in February. So Street Fighter 5 is apparently very, 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 very high on the list for Mr. Lesser. It's one of the reasons I'll be getting a PlayStation 4. Brian, we need to play, buddy. That's going to be a system seller for you, John, really. Not a system seller. One of the reasons why. Okay. Um, We'll talk about system sellers another time. I got a few that are going to sell that one for me. Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Carlton uh, uh, Nullset, um, I almost said Nutsell because that's Michelle's nickname for uh, for Mr. Carlton. Um, it's, it's Unfortunate. Just, it's, it's just stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> says, Ark. 
And um, yes, if uh, if any of you are, happen to be friends with Mr. Carlton on Facebook, you know that he has uh, um, he people screenshots of his Ark um, adventures quite yes, often. Yes. The Ark just came out on Xbox yes, I was One gonna say that um, the preview program. Yeah, we we need to uh, the three of us need to check that out. Everything I know of this mm. game is prime for us to play this together. I think that you guys mm-hmm. would really enjoy it. Is this like free to play? Like- yes. No. Well, the trial Wait, is. <laughs> the trial is. Oh, yeah, okay, you can okay, try okay. the game okay. it's part of the preview program. Yeah. But the finished game is not. It is a, an open world sandbox game. Gotcha. Um, but it's you can do amazing things. You can okay. tame the shit out of dinosaurs and build things on the dinosaurs and yeah. ride the dinosaurs. Does it have, does, uh, I, okay, here, here's my two questions. Dinosaurs, Charlie. Does it have a story? Yeah, Turok had no, dinosaurs. That is not a selling game. point. It would be like <laughs> us getting together and seeing what kind of weird, crazy things we do in like Minecraft. It's okay. a sandbox builder. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'll check out the trial at the very least. Um, I so, think we should make it a drinking game so Charlie just gets wasted and is like, I'm right a dinosaur. He'll be fine. We'll make a story in his head. <laughs> and Twitch was never the same. Um, <laughs> uh, Dane and Bue says Arkham Knights, obviously, for his favorite game of 2015, and the next Mass Effects, obviously, for 2016. Um, if any of you know Danon, those are not at all surprising answers. Uh, Derek Hansen says that his favorite game of the year was uh, Heroes of the Storm, and he's looking for Moses Street Fighter V. Uh, Mitch Tayo says uh, the Talos Principle by a wide margin and Metal Gear Solid 5 were his favorite games from 2015 um, I keep hearing amazing things about the Talos Principle yeah, I know that's on my, my list I know that's available on PS4 and um, yeah. I, I realized the other day I have not touched my PS4 since uh, since I got it and played uh, um, uh, Left Behind which is shocking to absolutely nobody I keep waiting but, uh, for you to talk about it and then every yeah, week no, passes nothing. and you don't get to yeah, it nothing, welcome, nothing. welcome to Charlie's First World Problems yeah, yeah. that <laughs> um but you know, I know Talos Principle is available on it, and I feel like I kind of need owe it to myself to do that because I'm actually, I'm because actually, of Kitty, because yeah. of the, the because of the Kitty yeah. on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked that you haven't like just dove into that and like done all your exclusives to get caught back up. Uh, time is the answer time. to that question. Time. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Brian Hornberger says that Earth Defense Force 4.1. Um, I, I think he's saying was his favorite game. I, I think that came out recently. Right um, and uh, Brad Edmondson says, Sunset Overdrive, Tomb Raider, and Tales of the Borderlands for top three of 2015. Excellent choices, sir. And all I can think of is uh, Mass Effect for this next year and how angry I am the Street Fighter V won't be on Xbox. Yes, yeah, I, I'm, I I'm bummed about it. still do not understand that decision, Wait, but money. There's a Mass Effect coming out next year? Um, Andromeda. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Chris Buckley says um, uh, uh, Fallout 4 his favorite game from 2015 and that XCOM 2 is his most anticipated oh for, I'm for excited for XCOM 2 um, I asked him for to elaborate a little bit and he he did quite a bit so which I appreciate um, uh, he says I was going to run with Fallout New Vegas for favorite game of 2015 but I but he also played it in 2014 uh, this year my gaming is seemingly limited but I played lots but I felt Destiny wasted so much time and was not particularly good I always had the feeling there must be something to this, but there just wasn't. Uh, XCOM Enemy Within came close. Uh, I love the improvements over XCOM, uh, though clipping and silly animations and the shooting uh, shooting through walls thing also got me a little down. Uh, the whole thing was incredibly tense, well-made, and probably the best turn-based game I've played since XCOM Apocalypse, uh, which I adored. However, played Fallout 4 since launch. Uh, I was Sean Connery for a second there. Since <laughs> launch? <laughs> Uh, my access to it has been rationed as I don't own an Xbox One and had to steal my son's console while he was at school. Uh, <laughs> so that fed into why I enjoyed it and the stories were pretty cool. Uh, the map, while small in my opinion, was also very carefully crafted and made so that things occurred around every corner. By the geography meant that things weren't uh, things were kept apart. 
Um, it was cleverly done and impressed me. The companions from New Vegas were improved upon, but unlike New Vegas, could not be killed. Uh, the first person's uh, first person shooter engine was far better than Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Um, I felt it, uh, really down finishing the game as currently have no wish to return to it, and that made me a little bit sad as I had loved it. How can you miss a game? Uh, starting to get pangs now to start it over again a higher difficulty on the survivor mode as it was a little easy, he thought. Um, overall, I felt 2015 was very light on high-quality games. I still do not feel the need to buy a PS4 or Xbox One and feel quite happy playing older games on my GameCube or Xbox 360. Uh, indeed, my PS2 is still attached and I've been playing Fire Pro Wrestling Returns quite a lot and have a little bug telling me to either give Metroid Prime or Wind Waker another go. X but as far as XCOM 2 is concerned, he just thinks it looks incredible deep so right thank, thank you chris for the elaboration Appreciate Absolutely. it. uh danny meckler replied and said uh playing talos principle this year was my favorite uh followed by axiom verge and the swapper i'm not familiar with the swapper but the fact that I'm danny is uh, it's, it's a neat little game indie title yeah yeah uh, a pc only I, I i imagine um i think actually i think they might have it on uh it might be out on on 3DS as well. Oh, okay. Could be wrong. But. Uh, does me no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, for next year, I can't wait for Doom and Mirror's Edge. Um, uh, when I prompted Danny for more, uh, for, uh, for, for reasons behind his decisions, um, he says, because. <laughs> Succinct. Straight <clears throat> to the point. And, like uh, and, of course, Mr. Robert Garrett uh, lets us know that his game of the year for 2015 uh, is tied between Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 5, and Smile Party. Um, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get more Smile Party, you know, nominations. It's a it's a powerhouse title. Yeah, um, yeah. just uh, the two under the radar, I guess, man. Yeah, yeah is, is all I can really say about that. Yeah. Um, so thank you everybody for the uh, for the uh, copious amounts of social media responses. Uh, and then we also have a Songbird email for this week. Um, Songbird writes in and says, "Dear Tectronicorn Goat and Fallon Flynn, mailbag answer. I feel like one of the most important games which came out this year was Splatoon." as this will hopefully encourage Nintendo to explore more IPs and gameplays such as online shooters. I agree completely. Absolutely. Have you played that? Uh, I have not, no. It's so much fun. You should fun. probably get yeah. it as a, being a Wii U owner. Oh it my gives God, you a reason so to turn fun. that one back on. Mm, fair. <laughs> uh, I, well, and I think it's, it's co-op. Speaking of reasons to turn that on, I realize mm -hmm. we also, Michelle and I, have not played um, you know, Yoshi's Woolly World since the day we got it. <laughs> so um, I have a reason to turn it on. I just haven't yet. Uh, stupid adulting um it's true uh while i'm dying to play no man's sky i suppose the game i should really be looking forward to since i backed it is ukulele um additionally i hope to be able to play some vr games in the upcoming future um i completely forgot about ukulele yeah that's gonna be a hot little game the not banjo kazooie banjo kazooie yeah <laughs> um it it's a thought that counts when giving a gift uh, right so what thoughts would you think if you received this piece of art I'm surprised you guys haven't brought this up yet. And there's a link here, which I have not uh, tapped slash clicked yet. And so I'm tapping it. And um, Oh, boy. Let's see. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm excited now. <laughs> All right. So um, anytime there's a link with Songbird, it's usually jaw dropping. <laughs> yes. So um, we've talked about Dragon's Crown on the show previously. Yes. Um, with its, with its uh, particular over the top um, art style. Um, for lack of a better word, is this the one? With, <laughs> is this the one with the the defying gravity and uh, armor suits with females? Well, I mean, so um, I'm currently showing um, Goat and John the uh, the uh, the link that um, it's so it's a statue. Somebody needs of, to uh, put that poor animal out of its misery. 
<laughs> of a uh, okay. So so this Which is a way's up. That looks like a, a cow human hybrid. That thing looks it, fucking insane. <laughs> um, it's not the tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might actually be. It's a be. lot of tumors, man. <laughs> okay, so um, if, if you're not familiar with Dragon Crown's art style, um, both the men and the women um, are are completely unrealistically muscular. And um, you think <laughs> this is for the listeners' benefit? Woo! And um, and uh, so somebody made a statue of one of the characters. It appears to be some sort of female Viking character um, who is wearing about four square inches of fabric. Um, and yet, against popular science, <laughs> yes. And um, I mean, I just, I there's each of her legs is like four legs put together. I mean, literally, they're defined as if they were four completely separate legs fused together. Her her boobs look like they're strangling her. <laughs> she looks like she's being choked to death by her own. Rat I think. Yeah. I think yeah. what they consider a bikini top there is keeping her alive. Uh, yes, it's um. They're like two is, globes. Think about it. Hey, you know what she looks like. She looks like what a what a Gears of War male looks like with no clothes on, <laughs> and breast tree imp- trunk legs and shit. <laughs> yeah, and breast imp- no it's, neck. It's it's not good. Uh, <laughs> All of that is unnecessary. All of it. <laughs> so um, so so now now that we have absorbed um this uh oh here here's here's another one of their characters. This is not this is um the one that probably most feel most uh, people are familiar with that have seen the art from this game. But this is the sorceress. From Dragon's Crown. Mm, um, okay. Well, that at least looks more like a person and less like a mutant. Yes. Um, except for, um, the, yeah, speaking of boobs strangling her. I yes, mean, like, yes, this yes. woman needs to She's never... She's got two key teacups that are somehow scientifically holding... All that yeah, in. She's she's <laughs> the, this 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 is video game character just never needs to lie on their back. Is nope. really uh, or is walk really happening well, or yes, move or or that. Um, um, yeah, it's 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 just breathing not, is gonna let the secret out. Not okay. But anyways, <laughs> um, so returning to Songbird's question, um, her question was, um, what would you, what, what would you what would you think if you received this piece of art, um. I would say, oh dear. I, I would say all the things we just oh said. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Golly gee killers, I gotta hide this from the neighbors. Well, with my family. Um, <laughs> that's probably what I would say. Um, yeah, I, I believe our responses would be very close to everything you just heard. Um, and then uh, it would... That would I definitely mean, be one of the few times where I'd open it up and be like, what the f- Fuck. No, no. Based on the first image you showed us, uh-huh. my my initial response upon taking it, like if I was unwrapping it or taking it out of a box, would be ah! because it's a monster. Right? <laughs> Two would be, huh? <laughs> Three would be the realization that I could probably keep my son from misbehaving by scaring the shit out of him with that. <laughs> Because it is terrifying. It, it, it is at that. See, um, see, my third one would be, who's getting this regifted to him? <laughs> now, um, I, I thought about that for a second. I also <laughs> thought about just um, like giving it to like you know charity, yeah, something like that. However, these figures do cost one hundred and twenty-five dollars to eBay. Yes, that's <laughs> probably where mine would end up. If I mean, I yeah. drop it off at Toys for Tots. That's not okay. Ooh, goat. <laughs> Oof. Yikes. Uh, so you always th- tell me to help. Uh, Never let it be <laughs> said I didn't give helping. you anything nice, kid. <laughs> Get in the van. Um, let some other parent explain why that is, exists. Nope. I'm not doing uh, it. Well, yeah, eBay would be a great place. You yeah. Go drops it off at Toys for Tots. 
Megan ends up with it, still uses it to scare our son. <laughs> and then John's got two. The vicious cycle continues. Uh, I'm, I'm Twins, sorry. Basil. <laughs> Though knowing my son, he'd be like, this is pretty rad. I'm going to play with these. He'd be like, don't know about that boy, man. Breakfast. Um, oh, no. Oh, well. Ish. Yeah. Uh, Somber continues. <laughs> Instead of creating new Christmas songs, it seems most people just do their own covers of classics. Which gaming characters would you like to see cover certain holiday tunes? And would you actually listen to them if they existed? Um, I feel like there's there's some obvious answer that we that we should be able to find for somebody doing the 12 Days of Christmas. Parappa the Rapper. Um, should do something, for sure. Should do something. Um, I feel like Parappa the Rapper should do... Um, um, jolly old Saint Nicholas, yeah. I just think seems it seems um, like have have a good beat for him. Um, I'd really like to hear. Uh, let's see. I'd really like to hear Link do one, but he doesn't speak. That's right. <laughs> it's like it's the joke, Charlie. That that's like saying like I'd really love to hear Gordon Freeman do like a Christmas Carol. He should. You know, he could have a lovely singing voice. We'll never I know. I suppose that's true. Um, there's, there's some obvious answer for the 12 Days of Christmas that we just haven't, that I haven't thought of yet. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you really wanted to go the full route, we could have the Pokemon roster cover the 756 Days of Christmas. Oh, oh my God. Yikes. Sung How is Pikachu going to do that? Pikachu who? only says one word. They all only so, say one mm. word. That's the best part. It'll be a quick song. <laughs> so, so who would sing it though? Who would who would who would actually sing Ash. like Ash? Ash just Ash. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I mean, you could throw the other ones in. I mean, you got time. You got seven hundred and fifty-six time. I mean, you got, there's you got an a obvious answer there. in there somewhere. I know there is. Um. Is oh, it? we get the guy who did Coltrane to do the rap. <laughs> we could do a Christmas rap, twelve days of the you know Christmas version rap. All right, I'm good with that. Mm. Um, and would I listen to that? No, I would not. Oh, um, no, I wouldn't. I would put it on to keep my son from being bad. <laughs> I'm detecting. <laughs> there, there's a theme for me yes. here. Um, I feel like yeah, I'm at a loss here. Yeah, so I'm, I don't, we're, we're we're failing you. Well, today. I'm at a complete loss because what I don't know a lot of the Christmas songs because I've deleted them from my memory. Mm. And two, I don't want to hear them. That's why I don't go out in public until January. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Here you go. Um, just because I know it would translate well. Um, Jack Black's character in Brutal Legend, mm. just have him do a fucking oh, version of it. Because yeah. it's just Jack Black singing Christmas songs, which would be fucking funny. So it's an HSD covering Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep that, that'll all work. All right, and so uh, moving on, um, a snow globe has just before, has just appeared before you three, but you notice that it's empty on the inside. In order to complete it, you decide to fill it with holiday-ish themes, uh, but with a twist. They are to depict video games and or video game events which have occurred this year. So what does the snow globe look like? Example, kids having a snowball fight um, uh, equals Splatoon. Um, well, I mean, the obvious easy one is the mushroom cloud for Fallout 4. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> Um, I'd actually kind of want Bethesda make that happen. That would be a snow globe yeah. I would purchase. Yeah, it's yeah. really holiday festive, like with a very like steampunky base. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Slap yeah. some candy canes on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, that should exist. Yeah. Um, I feel like just in general, there should be like a whole bunch of people in suits, like doing like the eh, like like slap fight, you know, and like with like a Konami logo at the bottom. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. Uh... 
A very recurring theme. Uh, and whoever the president of Konami is dressed as the Grinch. Yes. Would <laughs> mm. um, that be a set? Because then you could get the one of... Uh, they, they could do a set. Because then you could have Konami as uh, Scrooge. Uh, and then uh, Kojima in there as Tiny Tim. <laughs> That's true. I feel like you could have, um, like, uh, you know, the Arkham Knight Batman, like, perched atop, like, a building. Like, that, that seems very fitting, it's, mm-hmm. especially considering, like, they're, they're, they've all taken place in winter. Um, That's true. It seems like. Yeah, apparently um, crime does not happen in summer in Gotham. Yeah, no. <laughs> or during the day, for that matter. Um, um, you know, you know what, would be, um, <clears throat> what would be fun is, like, a little Christmas-themed town, um, and then instead of it being... Like power lines, electrical power lines. Mm-hmm. Like all of the power lines have like little light bulbs on them and stuff. Sure. And you could have your whatever respective Sunset Overdrive character grinding. Oh, yeah. or or a hook grinding with a candy cane. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of instead of the uh, what was it? He uses to to hang when he's when you're doing it from the bottom line. Yeah, they're a little like that little. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Have it be a candy cane and have him dressed in like punky like Christmas clothes. That'd be Gentlemen, awesome. we have missed a very, very prominent. Amazing idea for marketing here. Go on. Uh, you get a fifth uh, of your snow globe every uh, two or three months, and that'll be the telltale. <laughs> oh, that's true. They send it to you one piece at a yeah, time. And you, you just put sliver together, them you together. Fill it with water. <laughs> no, no, no. They'd be individuals, and you just sliver them together so like an orange. So it's like a pie piece. It's like, yeah, and then they true. all fit together. But that's one actually. of them, like, they just don't tell you when one of the pieces is coming out, and yeah. then it just fucking shows up one day. Yeah. Well, they send, it, they send it the email when they ship it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like, oh, you have three days until your, your pie piece shows up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I like it. Um, yes. Perfect. And then, you know, actually, come to think of it, I think they could do a different game in each of the five pieces. Yes. It's true. You don't even know what game is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Or it could be um, November and they uh, could all come out and you could just get five pieces <laughs> that month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's true. Um, yeah. I, God, I love all these ideas. Um, and then um, I, f- I feel like just uh, there should be there should be like one of like the Sony E3 stage with like three different screens up of like the Final Fantasy VII remake, Last Guardian, and whatever, whatever, send you know whatever else like they've like the just the big fanboy yeah, moments. Yeah, the things that, with, that really with, stoked everybody. But and but so the snow should instead of snow should be just like little tiny like fanboys like screaming. So when you shake it, it's like they're all freaking. Oh, out. Oh, I thought you were this. gonna say like little dollar signs. Just oh, little dollars. <laughs> that would work too. <laughs> Uh, another one would be good. It was just like uh, do like the the rock band set or like a guitar or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Put a Bluetooth speaker in the bottom of it so you can stream oh, music yeah. through it for rock band or guitar or live. Um, Perfect. And then you could uh, you could do one with um um and you know how you can wind some of them and there's music that mm-hmm. comes out of them. Sure. You shake the snow globe and it's 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 Tony Hawk sitting there with a uh, an empty bottle of whiskey. And the water in the globe is made up of his tears, and when you when you wind it, it's just him crying. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We're sorry. See, I think the better no, one would not. be it, it, no, no. I think the better one would be you get it, and uh, it's cracked, it leaks, and half the and the guy, the, the Tony Hawk on a skateboard, is just loose in there, just no. fly, <laughs> flying around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or that could just be Ubisoft's. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you know what would be? You know what I think would be awesome. Um, if the snow globe appears to have like a, um, you could have like whatever Christmas tree sticking out of two sides of it, and you could make like a portal snow globe. 
So or oh, maybe sure. like where it's mm-hmm. sticking out of one part and coming out of the other one. Oh yeah. That'd oh yeah. Cool. Um, definitely not relevant to this year, but uh, oh, I, love, I love the I idea. Do, I do like Portal's your Ubisoft. That's true. It's not this year at all. <laughs> I do like your Ubisoft one because mm-hmm. that would be the one where you get it empty and then it'll get a little thing that's as a, as a, a, a redeem code for the water coming next month. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, pretty much every single one of these should have like the day one patch of like <laughs> you fill up the snow globe yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or add the snow. Or <laughs> right. Yeah. The snow's extra though. Yeah. Extra. Like. You know, uh, in, that, in that case, the yeah. Ubisoft would just come in pieces, and you'd have to build the thing yourself <laughs> from the ground <laughs> up. True. And it still wouldn't fucking work. And then they they'd send you. <laughs> yeah. Then then two months later, they'd send you replacement parts because those were defective. Yep. Ooh, I got one. You know how they have those trick snow globes that are like they're like the puzzles. Like I was actually playing one today at my family's Christmas mm-hmm. party where it's the golf ball on the tee and you've got to try and get the ball to like sit mm-hmm. on the tee. Have you ever seen these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take that kind of idea where you've got like loose pieces in there and like but they're floating around and then so you have little Minecraft blocks that are um, that are all floating around but they all have little tiny magnets in them so that as you like shake it around and get them to land they will land in various positions and like you'll oh. build things inside your snow globe and then you can like shake it to get them to detach and you, then you nice. kind of shake it up again. And and then they'll all come together and build something just, you know, just from wow. floating around and like sticking to each other. That's that's, that's like Gameception going back to the old that, water games we used to kids. Oh, yeah. That's a genuinely marketable thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember when we had the, the, the hoops and the sticks and you oh, had to yeah, push yeah. the button back and, and, and blow the bubbles up? Yeah. yeah. Blow the air up? Yep. 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 Uh, and we're about to fall down a rabbit hole. And um, so I think those, I Let's think just, we've yeah, came up with some really like good yeah. ideas 15 there. 15 fucking snow globes. Yeah. Um, Ship it. I think we're done. Uh, uh, we haven't used this one in a little while. Um, everybody, you have the Gamerhead green light to make all Do of it. these things. Yes. Do it. Um, so, uh, and uh, sincerely, Songbird, she concludes. And so thank you very much, Songbird, for your email. Um, I hope, uh, we, 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 I think we let you down on the Christmas Carol one, but I think we redeemed ourselves with the snow globe question. Yes. So, um, yes. Which is uh, ironic that the three musicians in the room can't well, do shit with music, but we can merchandise no, the hell out of it. No, but that's our problem, is we overthink it. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, we all, yeah, yeah. we all were, we, I'm sure in our, in the, our three heads, we were getting way too well, complicated with those answers. And Probably, I, yeah. I can attest this, because when Charlie said something about, uh, Papa the Rapper doing, uh, some Jack saw, Jack Nicholas. That was me, of, I said Parappa. Yeah, but well, you said Parappa, and then I said oh. um, Jolly Old Saint Nicholas. I think. Yeah, yes. and you said that'd be his speed. And immediately, my head was like, I don't know if he could do eighty-three BPM. <laughs> 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 Fucking nerds, a lot of us, man. Yes, I love it. Um, so yeah, um, so Mr. Santiago. Um, oh, we uh, briefly, um, John. So we, we uh, what games? We so last week we talked about our game of the year for 2015. John, what are you looking forward to the most in 2016? Um, <clears throat> honestly, uh, No Man's Sky is, is one of the, the ones on the top of my list. There's so much stuff coming out next year. Like I, This year I felt like was a pretty good year for games, but I think next year is going to be a little bit better. That always kind of seems to happen with consoles. Like Each year is kind of a little bit better than the last one in terms of the quality of stuff getting put out. But I feel like 2016 is going to be a good year in general, but... I, it's mostly looking to be the year I finally get a PS4 because there's enough coming out for it that I want um, that I can't get other places. So, um, Uncharted. I'm really looking forward to Uncharted too, as well. Anything else? Um, I, 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 there is one you are forgetting. What, what was that? Cuphead. Oh, fucking yes. 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 That is on my oh list. Oh my god, yes. And um, I, I know it's I, I knew it was on yours. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is like they announce games that sometimes come out like six months after they announce them. And sometimes it's two years after they announce them. I can never remember what's coming out the following year. Yes. Just, I like unless I look at a release list and, and I know shit's coming out. I just don't know when it's coming out. 
So I always assume things are, you know, maybe not 2016, but maybe 2017. I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm just looking forward to more video games. I don't give a shit. Just want to play everything. Agreed. Goat. Is there anything that uh, is on your, uh, on your uh, most anticipated list? I'm kind of with John. Where I, 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 I mean, we get barraged with all this stuff all the time and press releases and stuff like that. And I don't remember dates, so I don't really anticipate anything until it's like back on the radar that's actually coming out. So like Uncharted Four is on there, um, but I think this is going to be the year that I'm going to pick up a PS4 and a Wii U and uh, get caught up. Yeah, is my, is my anticipation is like you know get all those exclusives I haven't been able to do. Uh, there is no catch up. There is only Zool. <laughs> oh, at least you didn't say mustard. That's good. <laughs> I what? There is no ketchup. There's only mustard. You took my terrible joke and turned it into another terrible joke. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> goat, goat. This is the episode of goat puns. My goat god. puns. This is this is uh, this is post con pun arama. <laughs> um, I don't, John. I don't recall if you said this, but I, I also assume that you're looking forward to the next Doom game. Yes, actually, not even necessarily based on what I played in the closed alpha. I'm I do have one that I am anticipating though. Hmm. I, I I really am waiting for Rocket League. To hit the Xbox, Xbox One. One. Yes. yes. That yeah. will suck yeah, yeah. my life away. <laughs> that, uh, yes, I can see you having way too much fun yeah. in that game. So much shit talking to be done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. To um, you too. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to the potential of ReCore. If you remember that uh, that little um, Xbox One exclusive game that they that showed was up. I coming out this year. Um, it, is, uh, it is currently on the docket. Um, of course, it could be pushed back, but... Um, that's the, a KG Inafune. Uh, it is, yes. So there, there's a lot of really good minds behind that one, and the uh, the, the 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 trailer that they showed at E3, you know, this year, 2015, um, it has it has my interest. Yep. So I, I will be keeping track of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, Uncharted 4, pretty much the reason why I got my PS4. Um, you know that, uh, yeah, and what I've seen of that so far, especially what they showed off at the PlayStation Experience, um, looks phenomenal. Oh, and as a story-based game, Quantum Break looks pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, the um yes absolutely i agree completely um last guardian hopefully will make it out this year they haven't said that for sure i know i know i know but uh, uh you know the fact that they that they finally like properly showed it off last year i mean that's sort of their mo like when many, they show it off to that degree usually it's the next holiday season so here's yeah. hoping how many times have they shown off that game how many times have they lit that candle um twice yes and yeah, once before when they just teased it, and this, but this was the first time where they actually like said like this is a real thing and it's happening. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. Cuphead, of course. Uh, like I mentioned before, Mass Effect, of course. Um, uh, let's see. Yes, I am cheating with a most most anticipated games list, and I don't care because there's gonna, just too many to remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. Charlie's also anticipating playing Fallout Four and Tomb Ra- Rise of the Tomb Raider <laughs> next year. No, that 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 is true. I'm um yeah. That's on my anticipated list too. Is catching up with all these. Fucking huge games they dumped yes. on us this year. It's yeah. gonna be like July before we can buy. Not, I hope 2016 is not a sandbox year. I hope 20, I'm actually kind of burnt out on massive, giant open world. I hope 2016 is the the year of six hours average. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of. I mean, that's why I played Battlefield Hardline a couple months ago because yeah. I was like, I need something I can finish in like six hours that gives me a. A beginning, a middle, and an end very quickly, and mm. satisfying, mm. and that's it. I can yeah. see end credits this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's gonna be that's my anticipation big time is catching up with 2015 and the 9,000 hours they dropped on me. Yeah, and then the new Zelda game. Uh, you know, if it makes oh yeah yeah yeah, so it will be a Wii U year for me. Indubitably. Uh, I'm anticipating the new uh, Wii U Metroid. They haven't announced it yet, but you motherfucker, you're gonna do it. 
They they have to, right? I mean, like they would. You I, have put out literally everything well, else. I've be been out. in line for five years. It's not going to be out in 2016, but I think they'll announce. No, no, I'm anticipating the announcement of yeah. it. They yeah. they have to. I mean, hopefully. You want to save the, your system? Just put it out. I don't care if it's on NX. Yeah. Just just whatever. Well, I, oh, well, I mean. I mean, okay, but I mean... If they skip this council cycle, though, with a fucking Metroid... A real Metroid game, not yeah. this half-ass bullshit. Nintendo, we're going to have some emails that you're not going to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you an email, and you're going to put it right where it needs to be, right in the trash, and delete it. It's gone. If it even makes it past spam. It's true. Um, anyone looking forward to the new Crackdown game? No. 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 Really. I, like the first I, I played game. the first one, and I really enjoyed it at the time. Uh, didn't care for the second one, and honestly, it was just never that interesting. The idea was more interesting than the game itself. Um, how about uh, Scalebound or Battleborn? Scalebound, or I'm interested in. Overwatch. Scale, uh, Overwatch for sure. Yeah. Overwatch for Scalebound, I'm definitely interested in. Battleborn, I'm take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm pretty much... Uh, I'm interested in Overwatch, but um, yeah... Uh, Gears of War 4 could be interesting. Uh, Kingdom Gears Hearts 3, if it actually comes out, of course. Um, but uh, I don't know. Do, you think, do you guys think we're going to get Gears of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 in 2016? No. No? Mm. I, think I think they'll push it back to early, early next year. I want to say that's going to be... 2017, rather. I want to say that's going to be part of Power February 2017. Yep. Okay, I, I see so that. Too. I yep. can see that. Um, the next Far Cry looks interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the actually. Tomb Raider yeah. one. Uh, what? No. It looks like Tomb Raider. No, it's like it Turok. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's got some saber or tiger or stuff. It's the second it. time this episode I've mentioned Turok. It's, yeah, it's weird. weird. Um, is there a new Turok coming out of here down at the spot? No. No. God, let's hope not. <laughs> that was the greatest game never made. <laughs> um, Dark Souls 3. Are you guys Dark Souls players? I like Dark Souls. I just... I played Demon Souls, the first one. I, I enjoy happiness, games. so I'm not interested in Dark Souls. I've, uh, I like the challenge of them, actually. <laughs> but I, they are clunky. Like, they control yeah. like shit. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I've, uh, I've not gone down the Souls route. Yeah. yeah. They're beautiful games, but they, they, they control like, like a Generation 1 PlayStation 2 game. They're Maybe that's why they're so hard controls. to play. Might be. And uh, and uh, yeah, I think that that's probably good enough. And um, so yeah, those are those are the games that we're looking forward to in 2016. Thank you for everybody who responded uh, again with your favorite games and most anticipated games, and also for a songbird for your email. Um, this is uh, this is uh, you guys uh, help make these episodes interesting for us every week, and uh, we greatly appreciate awesome. uh, your input. Uh, if it, if it wasn't input. Yeah, if it wasn't for you guys, these episodes would just be us, and that'd yep. be boring as shit. Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, so on that note, uh, a quick programming note before we move on to uh, what we have coming up in our personal calendars. Um, this will be our last regularly recorded episode for 2015. Um, next week at some point, um, I will be putting together our best of clip episode for all of our episodes of 2015. Um, quick little uh, pat on the self pat on the backs here for all three of us. Um, this is the first year the Gamerhead Radio has gone an entire year and not skipped a week or missed a week or passed up a week yep. or for or for whatever we, reason. We did the it was 55 I think consecutive um, episodes this year. Yes, so we we did the full 52. Um, and then in addition we did an extra episode with uh, when John joined on with the the evening with Fallon Flynn mm -hmm. and then with our E3 week we do we did three episodes that week um and uh 
Um, so yeah, so so more than a full year's worth of episodes, yep. and uh, the first time Gamerhead Radio has pulled that off. Come and hell or so, high water, yep, we made it happen. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I've got a lot of content to go through. Um, once again, just in case, uh, if you haven't already, um, if there are any moments uh, from this last year of Gamerhead Radio that you think are worth making it into the Best of Clip Show, uh, just, uh, post or send or whatever on any of our social media streams. Um, Goat is losing his shit over no, something right no, now. Just because... I love you, Charlie. You're like being the nicest person and be like, could you help us? And da, 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 if you're looking for whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Charlie subsequently very subtly going fucking help me I got too many episodes to go through <laughs> yeah yeah think about it like this we at, have 55 episodes at an hour and a half or if, if two Santiago's two, two and a half hours say, yeah, if two Santiago's on there there's six hours right there yeah. Here, <laughs> last year's episode before I even officially joined the show I helped Charlie edit portions of that episode when I we, we knew that I was going to be joining the show before I, we announced that I was joining the show and oh had, like, wait, a, way to pull the curtain off on that like my, my on first show. duty was I helped Charlie edit that show together, and I at the time we had nothing marked for it, and it took it took a while. Like I had to go back and listen to like uh, I took a chunk of the year. I was like, all right, I'm listening to these, and I'm going to find funny in these, and it was kind of interesting for me because I was not in those episodes, so I actually found some genuine humor in the stuff that I missed before I was part of the show, and that's it, man. Uh, this this episode technically concludes my first full year with Gamerhead Radio and what a fucking year it's been yeah. man yes. it's been a great year it's been a, it's been a fantastic year we, yeah. we we set out to do things that we had always talked about and never did but now and, we've done um, them now we've done them we're, we're doing video we're doing um, you know occasionally video stuff and we're doing live streams yeah. and we're doing live we've shows we've done live shows yeah yep. which um, you know, started with our 100th episode back in mm-hmm. February and um, you know it ended, uh, ended this year at the Ghost which we will return to at some point yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah. and um, you know it's uh, like like we've said a couple times already, we're going to try and get to and cover more cons and um, other video game related events. We want to get out and do more live shows. We want to get out and do more stuff and cover more stuff. And uh, yeah. Yeah. New year, man. If there's anything yeah. that you guys listening to the show every week feel like you want to hear or, or want us to cover or, or do, man, just well, suggestions. Ears are and, open. And as per usual, I'm guessing we'll probably do our annual uh, update show as we usually do with uh Yes. Yeah. The I, whole like 2016 and you because we will have. We, we do have an annual meeting. Uh Every year, it's annual. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the three of us will sit down and we will we we we, we lay out our year. We're we there's a yep. lot of behind the scenes here that you guys don't see. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, this is it may, might not seem like it sometimes, but this is a lot more organized than it yes. could be for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, no, definitely. In the first couple of weeks of January, um, keep your eyes out for a um, our listener survey that we'll put out there to give you guys the opportunity to give us feedback on the show anonymously if you wish, and um, you can let us know what you do like, what you don't like. Um, and uh, that'll that will guide the growth of Gamerhead um, into and throughout 2016 yes. and beyond. We we, and, we, uh, we do we do we do go through those those results. Yes, they yeah. yes yes. Yeah. So your 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 opinion counts. Pre, uh, <laughs> frankly, pretty much the entire reason why we got into why we invested in the equipment and got into doing live shows is because you guys said you wanted like it to happen. Like overwhelmingly, yeah. yes. Yeah. So. So if you want us yep. to wear pink fedoras, this is where you get that Don't done. Give them ideas, there, there are no guarantees that the things that you guys say will happen. Will, yeah, yeah, but it, <laughs> there's a pretty good chance. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, once again, uh, thank you. I, I just want to say express my thanks to my co-hosts for being just awesome human beings and uh, spending, getting, you know, allowing me to spend every week with you guys. You guys are fantastic. Yeah, man. it's and, been awesome. Uh, One of the highlights of my week. Thank you for for being such a lovely, hospitable host. 
Thank you to uh, Well, I've got to get all this food and beer to somebody. Mrs. So. Technotronicorn <laughs> for fattening our bellies and keeping us warm with tasty food all year. Yes. <laughs> uh, and letting us freeloaders hang out in her uh, in her home uh, to work on this show every week. Her home indeed. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, I'd, I'd uh, like to thank you guys for letting me take two months off to go on Warp Tour. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Um, Remember that career you had? You didn't now. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no. If yeah, if Goat ever does do that again, we're gonna try very hard to actually like like Skype him into the show. It will be better we're, than the last one, I promise. We're, we're, um, but, yeah, we're working uh, yes. on an alternative to yeah, me yeah. being actual. To yes. that's the thing is we're we're building contingencies for you guys to make sure you get your uh, you you get your video game funny every week. Yes, but. Um, Digressing from that, so once again, um, next week will be a clip show, but I promise you it will be worth listening to nonetheless, even if you've listened to every episode. Um, if you've listened to the last couple of clip shows that I've done, there has been extra stuff in there to make it worth your time. Um, um, I've had I've had co-hosts and guest hosts in the past, and yes, so I'll, yes. I'll just leave it at it's, that. It's always fun to listen to. Even, even I've been on most of these shows, and I listen to it every year going... Yeah. <laughs> you done well. Well, it's You're a fun. Well. It's a fun review for us to go. Wow, we did all this shit this year. Where has the time gone? Yes, indeed. Forward, mm. as it does. Um, so, other other than that, uh, John, what do you have coming up? As little future? as humanly possible. <laughs> Are you taking a? I'm uh, telling you, a sabbatical it is, till 2017. I say it all the time because I don't. I don't. I haven't, I haven't had any free time since probably early August. You know, it's like three weeks till your next con, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, rehearsal, sure. <laughs> But I'm done with school, so that's a huge weight off my back. But but like this breakneck weekend I just had, it's over, and I'm not doing anything for at least most of this week. And my phone's broken, so I I'm completely <laughs> cut off from humanity right now. To be the quietest. It seems like week. the right time to just sit down and relax, play some games. I've got some. I'm reading through the saga graphic novel series right now. Like mm. I'm reading the trades for that, so I'm getting caught up on those. Um, but you, to are- to. Are you taking a vacation until 2016? Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> to quote Peter from Office Space, I did nothing, and it was everything that I thought it could be. <laughs> uh, Mr. Goat. Not much. Uh, doing about the same thing. Uh, the breakneck speed sketch up to my, me, too. Um, we're doing a little bit of this and that on the album before we ship it off to Mr. Agitator to do his villainy to it. Um... Hoping, hoping January is our month to get this thing off our chest. It's it's basically my school, equivalent <laughs> to John. Uh, and then it's I mean January is usually planning phase. We're gonna start planning shows, yep. tours, merch stuff like that. Yep. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of a lot of meetings, a lot of sitting, a lot of stuff I can't tell you. <laughs> Charlie, what do you have? Um, I, uh, continuing development on, uh, you know, working on PR for MLP MSP, uh, the, uh, and, uh, what? No, I'm just like, like, it's great. Like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the entertainment industry. December and January is the planning phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple cons that made themselves get made, made their homes in the winter months. But aside from that, not, not too much else is going on. Um, but yeah, no, uh, PR planning and, uh, and work for MLP MSP and, um, and then regular Jer general planning for, uh, Winnie city coming up in April. So April is the next big thing on my horizon. And, um, yeah. So aside from that, um, John, I love your idea of trying to do as little as possible and, uh, actually catching up on some of this it just gaming feels stuff. good to say it. Yeah. It? I personally try to yeah. just take these last two weeks off because 
fuck it. What, you got Christmas and New Year's. See, like, the problem yep. is, is I always just say take... I'm going to take time off, and then I find something else to keep. I, I just can't sit still. It's, yeah. it's you a need sickness. To... Really <laughs> no, no. What you need to do is you need to find that controller and get some of this backlog taken care of. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. All right. And um, so with all that being said. Um, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, come on. You gotta you, you gotta do it. I don't don't I don't know what you're talking about. Do the cliche. We'll see you next year. <laughs> oh God, that was not my plan, but it is now. <laughs> um, so once again, uh, with all that being said, no mailbag for next week due to our best of clip episode. But nonetheless, tune into that anyways. And uh, goat, this is for you. Uh, we'll see you next year. But in the meantime, if you like what you're here, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T-E-K Charlie, Goat is at Sir Ghostworth, and John is at the Fallon Flynn. Send us an email at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com, or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926Gamer. Um, if, you, uh, if you could uh, download the official GamerHead Radio app on Android, on Google Play, and uh, you can listen to us there. You can also subscribe on your podcast downloader of choice, and also on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, uh, Twitch, uh, Periscope, and um, also uh, the uh, SoundCloud is now caught up with all of our um, uh, you know recent episodes, and will be continuously caught up going forward. So if you would like to listen to us there, their whole commenting thing is really cool, um, where you can like put comments in it. Specific. If you're not familiar with SoundCloud, you can actually comment on like specific moments in the audio. It's it's, it's a very cool uh, platform, especially for podcasts. So uh, we will be paying attention to that and hopefully interacting with some folks there. Um, but yes, with all that. Uh, happy New Year, everybody! Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy all the all the happy, Happy Merry, Happy all Mary. of those things. Yes. Charlie just said yes, and um, we'll this, see this, you on the flip side. This has been <laughs> Gamerhead Radio in 2015. We'll see you in 2016. Yay! Yay! Achievement unlocked. <laughs>